Hi, this is Jordi Valera, colorist of Captain Marvel and Journey into Mystery, and you're listening to 11 O'Clock Comics. <laughs> Different. It is different. Different is nope. good. I don't like change. Nah, change is Unless it's change. Well, unless it's Obama. <laughs> Easy Obama for your mama. Then there's no change. I will unfriend you on Facebook like so many other people. I don't have a Facebook account. No. Oh. Which, uh, a fact which I'm regretting today because I actually need to use it. Thank you. I think, I think we got you I knew you, yes. you up, dude. David went above and beyond today. But and I'm sure it? everyone else did too. No, I... Congratulations. I, I, yeah, we'll get into that. Just, just, yeah, but um, I, I made a wish uh, via DM to David, and David made my wish come true, as he always does. Because he's good like that. Oh, only to get shit on a few hours later, but it's all good. Who got shit on me? You did? Yeah. How'd okay. that happen? But are we recording? Are we yes, good? we are recording. We are. We're, doing this. we're in. We're knee deep in the hoopla. To quote a the title hoopla. from a the really hoopla. bad album. The hookah? The hoopla. You got you got the intro music all set though, right? I sure as hell do. Fucking A. It's it's on right now. Good. Good. Hey, how'd you get I'm confused. You uh, you got shit on? I don't know how he where he sees that coming from, but he thinks he got shit on. I don't know. Hmm. No, it's all, it's all, don't worry. <laughs> Hitler used to like getting shit. Don't worry, then that means you're miffed. <coughs> no, well, yeah, I'm miffed, but it's it's all right. It's not. It's hope that it won't. Don't worry. Like, oh, my fist. oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! It's it's all good. I've been nothing. I've been sitting here for like 15 minutes and 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 waiting, and nothing's happening. All of a sudden, oh, you guys are just oh, you just been sitting there fucking twiddling your thumbs and shit. We've been talking. We've been waiting for you guys, motherfuckers. Wait, you get miffed over that? We're just fucking with you. I know, I know, oh, but I was, Lord, in, I was in an awesome mood. I'm gonna have to come up there and hug you again. You really are. I, I ain't fucking. I ain't waiting for Campbell's making me drink more whiskey. I am not waiting for Campbell's house to get another hug. That's all I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. All right then. Eleven o'clock cluster. I was Welcome just mentioning to, to to Vince that he needs to try and get on the Baltimore tip too. See, and I might. I mean, it might even. I don't even know if I'll stay for the con at that point. I'll just. Yo, I'll, I got my press pass, son. Took me three minutes. All right, I'm gonna try. Just drop an email, player. I'm gonna hit the site tomorrow. Just, just drop an email. <laughs> no, so I did. I emailed the place and said, "Hey, listen, blah blah, eleven o'clock comics. I'm interested in attending your con this year. I don't know the process for getting press credentials if it's possible. Still, like five minutes later, they wrote me back, being like, you've got a press pass waiting for you at the door.' I'm like, Fantastic. nice. All right. So, all right, all right. Amazing. Yes, sir. Hey everybody! It's eleven o'clock. Comics, welcome, one and all. Welcome in. Welcome in. And I am Vince P. I miss you. Wow. I do. I I had such good Vince B hugs. <laughs> yeah, even the the, the Who forced is it, kind. Mrs. Vince. Wow. I, there wasn't much of him left to hug. Oh my goodness! But Come on, seriously, it was Come on. the spooning was really nice. And I'm Chris. Christopher Neesman. And I miss you. <laughs> you are Chris Neesman, and I am, um, I, I kind of miss that, that big leather seat I slept in all weekend. I'm, I'm David Price. You slept in a seat? I you slept, slept in an airbed? I did not sleep in an airbed. Why not? I slept, for various reasons, but we still have one more person to introduce. 
Oh. I uh, I don't really miss any of y'all because I just saw you. Uh, and I am the I am the anti mugger. I have no idea what that means. I can't even question it because I'm I'm in the dark. What's that? What? What are you talking about? Somebody hasn't been reading their God hates astronauts. Oh, I didn't read it yet. No. <laughs> oh, then you will once you start reading. It's about page three that you figure that out. Wow, I should crack that sucker open. You huh? should. Mr. Brownie is going to be unhappy with you. That's <laughs> awesome. Mr. Brownie. He's going to be mad at you for calling him Mr. Brownie. No. So, no, no, no. He, 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 he introduced himself, himself. Mr. Brownie in yes. the intro that we have in there. Yeah. You're not oh, the okay. anti-mugger. You are Jason Wood. And you don't have to go stick somebody up to get money to buy comics because you don't need that much at discount comic book service. I'm a master at this shit right now. DCB. It does. DCBService.com where you, and I'm pointing right at you, I can see you in your bathroom right now, can get your favorite funny books and collectibles at huge, amazingly deep discounts. Uh, the new list is not up, but rest assured, there's going to be a plethora it's of massive. products on there at yeah. 35 to 75% off. Woot, DCBService.com. If you are a first-time customer, enter the code that David is about to tell you into the pre-moistened slot, and you will get an extra 8% off your already hugely discounted order. David, what's the discount? Discount is EOC8. Oh, nobody does it better. EOC8 gets you an extra 8%. Remember, digital previews for like a buck and change. Do not kill a tree. Get a digital version of that catalog that everybody just throws away anyway or recycles depending on how good of a person you are. And if you place your order late, they don't really care because they will accept your order. They'll go the distance for you and they'll get you the books you wanted to get. It's amazing. DCBService.com. Go there. Nice. I'm uh, I'm looking at my Ryan uh, Brownie original art page I picked up this weekend. Nicely done, sir. I got the crack cocaine crack page. Cocaine, that's right. And the, and the page that he uses the word Bulgoyevich as a sound effect. I thought he wasn't going to sell that to you. I thought that was like his favorite page and he wasn't going to part with it. That was until I went up to him and he said, yeah, at this show, like one out of every four people that come up and buy the book say that they heard about it on 11 o'clock. And so I think he was able to let go of it then. So I want to thank all. uh, Sincerely, this sounds like bullshit, but sincerely, thank you to all of the 11 o'clock listeners that took that to heart and invested in that Kickstarter and have contacted and talked to Ryan because apparently 11 o'clock nation was huge in that. And that, that warms my cold, cold, dark heart more than you could ever know. It's amazing. Um, Understand thyself. Yes. Yes. It was amazing. The response that he got from that. So, so seriously awesome. So we should drink to that. We should, right? but right. he wouldn't have gotten that kind of response if the book sucked. Exactly. Exactly. Right. I mean, it, it all it all start it all starts with the quality product, but but then but then the the people run with it, and and it's it's amazing the response that he's gotten um, from it from 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 you folks out there. So it's so so awesome. So um, Vince, what are you what are you drinking? Pippin Mac, back on the wagon. Back on the wagon after the weekend? Yes. I understand that. Dude, you were looking so good. You were turning me on all weekend long. Oh, so very uncomfortable. Let's move uh, on. Jason, <laughs> how about you? Back on the wagon, Dr. Pepper. Oh, wow. you 
Okay, I thought we were celebrating. Tonight. He consumes, so, uh, you, you know, it's not a lie. He consumes massive quantities of that stuff. <laughs> he should have a utility belt just riddled with bottles of Diet Dr. Yeah, Pepper. He's awesome. Yep. He drinks the big bottles so he can piss in them after he's done. I'm surprised we didn't stop more on our way down there, on our way over there. I so want to hear like about camel, this dude. in a minute. Yeah, like a camel. Uh, David, how about you? Well, um, I'm double fisting it. I am, I am <laughs> drinking... <laughs> just like the weekend you said drinking uh some buffalo trace but that is being followed with some Southside eric's 11 o'clock porter nice so jealous you fucking took that back with you didn't you you dude yes, i asked jason i'm like did, did chris get any he's like not chris is out i had uh, oh chris is out off. you took you off by then you, you already <sighs> took off by then it was very good it was sitting there when you left buddy I know. I, I had one. I had one though. And thank you, Eric. It was really tasty. I mean, it's seriously, really like nice porter. Really nice. Definitely porter. the best homebrew I've ever had. I mean, uh, really, oh, for real. I'm very yeah. skeptical of homebrews generally, mm-hmm. and uh, this this you could have convinced me was straight out of a a haughty toddy craft beer hangout. Oh yeah, it was a wonderful porter. He did. Oh, hang on a second. Go ahead. So, Keep talking. So Eric, thank you. And I'm having um, what I took home, um, which a little bit of a story to this. I will mess uh, up on- on thursday we were kind of uh, rallying the troops and everybody was meeting up and so i had uh i'd grabbed mario and then uh then got chris campbell off of the the blue line stop and sal uh, uh came up after he was setting up his his table at mccormick and so we met up at longman and eagle which is um a really awesome bar and restaurant in uh, in Chicago. They actually have their Michelin star, so it's uh, some fantastic food. Well, we did a whiskey flight, and on one of them there was a, a Rittenhouse a rye. It's a hundred proof rye, and loved it. And so on our like two mile trek to uh, to get booze on uh, on what was that? Thir- was that Thursday? Yes. Yes, I picked up a bottle of of the this Rittenhouse 100 proof and uh and took it back to uh where we stayed and well we didn't really get into it so it is like the one bottle that i grabbed and took back home with me um after the weekend so i could enjoy on some drink roll call so i'm having some Rittenhouse rye and ginger ale and Mm. a pbr cool nice respect i forgot to hit the pause button (laughs) i know and it was hilarious (laughs) sorry the you dog somebody. Yeah. So did so, we do the whole drink roll call? Yep. Oh, yes. cool. Jesus Christ, cat! I talked. I talked. I talked about everybody's piece, animals are revolting tonight. Seriously, I, I talked about a piece of original art that I got um, at the show. Can I start off with with a thank you? And some more I think there's going to be many thank yous. Yeah, but yeah. before we get into that, can I make my pitch? What are you pitching? Oh, well, it's not really a pitch. It's a yes, plea. Yes, yes, by all means. Um, I don't ask for anything, but uh, in this instance, I'm gonna. Uh, my daughter, Mia, oh, yeah. entered in uh, the Doodle for Google contest. Uh, the theme of the contest was your best day ever. And the uh, purpose of the thing was for children uh, age, uh, up to high school, uh, to redesign the Google logo in line with what they saw, thought, uh, as their best day ever. So Mia loves science. She loves learning. She loves her friends. 
and she transformed the Google logo into a uh, science-based museum trip. There's a telescope, there's a beaker in there bubbling and a plant and it's just about it's all about learning and how excited she is to be with her friends when they're learning and the kid took Pennsylvania. She won. Awesome. So now, this is the hard part. We go on to the finals where 50 children, one from each state in each, in five age groups, one from each state in five age groups, uh, will compete for the top prize. And, uh, she's such an innocent, uh, hardworking, just, just good natured soul. She puts so much work into this thing. It took her three days to do it. Um, she deliberated over every line. Uh, she's just put her heart and soul into it. And, and I, I really want to see her get rewarded for her efforts because she deserves it. Where do we go? I will tell you. Um, Google w- came to the local elementary center today and put on this huge presentation for Mia. They gathered the whole student body, gave them all Google t-shirts. They had a big display of of what Google can do. It was all in secret too. Like only the principal and the vice principal knew. And for a secret to be kept in this neck of the woods, that's really tough. Um, And then the marching band led Mia into the auditorium. It was amazing. Um, she's a very introverted, very shy kid. Oh, but she had to hate that. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> she, she, she just absorbed it. She was so happy. She's crying on the stage, and she actually, they, there was a question and answer session where she had to reveal her thoughts on the drawing and 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 art in general. And she just, you would never know it was the same kid. So this is like such a good thing for her. It's like bringing her out of her shell. She's been living in Nina's shadow for forever. Okay, um, I, I she I, I want this so bad. So if you would please, where do we go? I'm telling you right now. If you would please go to www.google.com forward slash doodle the number four Google forward slash doodle the number four yes, and then Google uh huh forward slash vote dot html pound sign d equals the equal sign d3 dash eight it's a shitty url it's way too long one more time okay google.com forward slash doodle for google forward slash vote dot html pound sign d as in dog equals d3 dash eight that'll take you right to her drawing what? How about this? How about this? How about did you this? did you shorten the the URL? Yes. Oh, yes. he's so good. What it so, is? It is b i t dot l y slash one two m capital R three capital P N as in Nancy. Nice. See, it pays to know an IT professional. Mm. Oh God. That's so much easier. Okay, so I got there, and do I go to finalists? No, the her drawing should be right up in the middle of the... the it should say Mia B. Dunmore yeah. Elementary. Oh, Vince, my father voted from every device in his house. Yay, awesome. yay. And let's just say, to reiterate, 
lots of people listen to the show that never come to the forums. Right, that's why I'm doing this. Yeah, and that's totally cool. You know, we 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 get that. And and if you ever wondered what you could do for the show as a thank you, this would be it. Right, for all of us. If do this, if if like Chris, the drawing doesn't pop up in the middle of the page, um, it's from Mia B from Dunmore Elementary Center in Pennsylvania. It'll be somewhere on that page. There's a Mia B. Okay. There you go. There's a there's a listing of the most popular ones on the page, and hers is in there. So she's getting votes. Um, Scotty Young retweeted it today. Thanks nice. to thanks to someone I know it's a and big love. Retweet. Yes, it's an awesome retweet, and I love Scotty for doing it even more. I mean, I, I loved him to begin with, but it's just I, I really want the kid to win. I don't really care about the prizes. I don't care about any of the things that she's going to get, other than the fact that it's going to make her happy. She need mm-hmm. she and and she needs she needs to come out of her shell. The That's the, awesome. the the elementary center is going to take the money they get from Google if she wins, and make a new computer lab with new machines and call it the Mia Bonavoglia Computer How Lab. How freaking awesome! Oh, I, is that? I, I, I want this so bad. Please, if you would be so kind as to do this, I'm going to go away now and let the other guys talk. But yeah, don't do it for me. Do it for the kid because she's really special. That she is. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Even the dogs are pretty dog Yep, yep. The dogs are dogs are in agreement. So, uh, what'd you guys do this weekend? Not much. Kind of just much. hung out with some buds. Oh, it was an yeah. a- amazingly awesome weekend. I think it was the best ever. We did it right. Yeah, yeah. We did it right. It was. Man. It was good. I was. I was. Tell, I was talking to. I was talking to David. Um, uh, before before we started uh, recording tonight, and I was like, it was awesome. Except, I really would have wanted about like three days more with you guys, like just away from the con. Hmm. Yeah, that would have been cool. The, the the one thing is is it it goes fast. Like it's it never enough time. Because Sunday, you know, time. we I mean Sunday's never really a con day for us. At least the way we've been doing it, and this this year too. So it's like, you, you know. Like Friday is like the golden day, right, of the con because it's not really crowded, and we're it, and then Saturday is kind of a madhouse, and then Sunday it's time to go home. So we did like a week, but we get an extra twenty four hours the way we do it. Yeah, we did. I, know, yeah. I get jealous about that, but then I think about all the time in the fucking car, and I'm just <laughs> and think that you're all just crazy. But oh, you know what? I mean, not for nothing with three grown ass men in this car, and I'm I'm glad we ended up upgrading, and I'm glad I'm so fucking glad it was just the three of us and our luggage because there was no room for True. anything else but uh, I, I, makes I, me I, wonder how it would have gone down if we did get just a full-size car and not the suv would've it would have been nuts yeah i'd have been yeah we would have had you would have sat in the back seat with with your arms up on other people's luggage just so you could kind of right. get comfy but 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 i do appreciate how i i got to travel with with two of the 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 cleanest motherfuckers I know, because that, that that car could have been rank during any other sort of road. No, I pride myself on my aroma. And it was. Yeah, I we mean, can't have that. No, it was. It was not, <laughs> it, there was no. There was no smelling like ass. There was no. no. It was, well, there uh, was one air biscuit, and I'm very sorry for that. <laughs> Jason right, so is sticking his head I, out the window. <laughs> I, I would. I want you guys to walk me through everything that you went through before we met up on Thursday. Wow. It's well, a dark I mean, stormy night. It started on Wednesday. Uh, David and I <clears throat> made our respective journeys to uh, 
Vince's uh, Italian villa <laughs> in Scranton, PA. Uh, Vince lives on the windiest ass road I've ever been on outside of yes. like San Francisco. And then at the top of this winding road is a gigantic castle that uh, Vince and his family reside in. Uh, so we, we got there. This being much like um, Young Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah, it's just a Young Frankenstein, yep. Yes. Nice knockers. So, so we got there, and uh, <laughs> Vince had the car packed and ready to go. David and Vince were already there waiting for me, just like when we go to record each week. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I did get to jump in real quick and meet his lovely wife and kids for about 10 minutes before we hit the road. Yeah. And then we fucking did it, dude. Yeah. There's something about the C2E2. It always rains when we leave. Yeah. It, 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 without fail. So I kind of expected it. And, uh, the, you, got, you got, you got to leave the shit before you get to paradise. I, it, it's true. But, um, there, let's see. What do we want to tell them first? Should we go into the bathroom antics? There, there, no, really. The, there, there was a lot oh of restroom antics on this trip. <laughs> Not only to and from, but while we were there too, it was just crazy. But uh, no, the trip was was fairly uneventful. I mean, we got there in in twelve hours, and we yep. did record. Did lots um, of recording. A yeah. good going out. We recorded a lot, mm-hmm. and those live tweets. We took drive live tweets. tweets. Yes, drive tweets. Yeah, yes. d- isn't that awesome? Hashtag drive tweets. Yep. EOC, EOC drive. drive tweets. EOC drive tweets. I like that a lot. And then we had EOC live meet during the con. Yes. Um, and those uh, audio files you will be able to access on our forum because I'm going to have them all uh, translated and uploaded before the end of the week, hopefully. And I'm guessing that it's more than four hours of what I like to call entertainment. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I think every time we turned it on, we spoke for at least a half hour-ish. Yeah, lots of wrestling talk, Christopher, so I know you'd be done yeah. with that. It'll be all oh, about boy. it. Yeah, well, yeah. we got it out of our system in the car. I'm not going to listen to you that. You have to. Uh-huh. Uh, so, you know when it's coming. <laughs> what it's was the be f- there like a, like a cold sore. What was like the a, first... Like, re- like, like a fart in a car. <laughs> Thankfully, there were, weren't many of those. What apparently, was, apparently, there was at least one. There was one, but it, and it was early on, and it dissipated fairly quickly. <laughs> I, oh, that's not what I heard. Well, whatever. <laughs> I, heard, I, heard, I heard it was potent. It was. It was fast. This is great. But anyway. <laughs> uh, the, the first bathroom uh, antics, where were we? We were going out, and I think it was around Ohio. It was after McDonald's. Every freaking state out that way is ginormous. Yeah. So like we were after- in each one for 18 hours. I have to say, though, the rest stops in Indiana? Oh, no, Ohio has the nicer one. Ohio, They're okay. They're beautiful. They're all uniform. They're all clean. You can Bright, get mm-hmm. Starbucks. Yep, we have Starbucks. David would, loves the Starbucks. Loves well, it. Rightly so. That's good coffee. But, um, well, Jason, why don't you tell it? Because I, I'm a little fuzzy on it. I remember sounds and fury and giggling. That's about it. <laughs> oh, well, you know, we all went in as we are apt to do to, you know, we had to just, it was a break. So we went in, on, went to, went into pee and we're all standing in the urinals together. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> well, it's not like, there were dividers up, thankfully. We weren't. I mean, 
But the sounds coming out of this stall were absolutely shocking. Oh, juicy. Nice. Yeah, we, it were, sound- we were adults while we were driving, but as soon as we stopped, we became eight-year-old boys. It's it, so it, true. And we all looked at each other, and we just started giggling, and we're peeing. And like, as we're peeing, we're just guffawing, but we're trying to do it like silently so we don't embarrass the guys. Yes, yes. So we're sitting there all looking at each other, just <laughs> cracking up. Is this man's... In- insides are just being blown out of his yeah. own brain. It was, in terms of intestinal intonation, it was the Jackson Pollock of butt sounds. It was wow. Tra- yeah, it was like all over. Hey. <laughs> oh, ooh, yeah, we got to get into that first. Remember that plan I had to torture Jason with with my uh, my favorite music? Yes, karma is a a uh, deceitful bitch because the while the the terrain that we rented did have um, an auxiliary input, it would not take my nano. It wouldn't it wouldn't recognize it. My fuchsia nano. Yes, but but when David plugged in his iPod. Oh, look at that. It just took it nice. So I had to go out listening to Tony, Tony, Tony and, and friggin' well, Nelly. I saw, saw a Facebook update that was really, really disturbing that Vince was listening to Jay-Z. I had to. I didn't have a choice. They, they were, they were foisting this quote music upon me. And, and <laughs> I, I, I was like captive. I couldn't do anything about it. I, I was. All I heard were, um, it was kind of simultaneous, um, there was bafflement and, and somewhat, um, a little bit of, of being impressed because while, while there might be things on there like Coldplay and Creed, Mm -hmm. then, 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 then the guys are scrolling through and they find things like Metallica or Zappa. Thank God. And it's like well, the last one, and they know. brew back and and yes, and, you know. So Miles Davis, there, it it wasn't it wasn't painful for everybody. I think there was a little bit for the driver to enjoy to keep mm-hmm. them. D- David has a sixty what gig sixty four gig iPod? No, sixty sixty gig iPod, and I swear that every nook and cranny of that uh, memory is full of audio because there were. An amazing number of songs on that thing. It's true. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I'm being facetious, of course, when I'm saying it was all poop. Th- there was a lot of good stuff on there. And uh, <laughs> J- Jason was exposed to some Zappa, much to his chagrin, because he, he heard it coming out of a nap, and I guess it just didn't sit right with him. <laughs> he does not have any love for Joe's Garage. I'm sorry. No, he does not. <laughs> no. That's so, shocked. You know, yeah, that's shocked. Part of the Masterpiece of the, uh, of the experience, right? Sharing but there, music. there are some, uh, there are some short. Well, they, they have to be, but there are some Vine clips of um, of people singing along to Jungle Boogie and and House of Pain and um, that Vine thing is pretty neat. And and burned by Usher and yeah, so there we. Kept ourselves occupied and entertained. Mm-hmm. We throughout. sure did. We talked a lot of comics too, and that that yeah. that'll be on the. Uh, we talked a lot of comics. We talked about what we were what we were anticipating, what we were looking forward to. So, I mean, for the con itself, not just seeing the guys we were hanging out with and, right. and, and we shared space with, but I mean, just just our goals for the con itself and whether or not um, it was going to continue. 
uh, growing because it's gotten bigger in each of the four years. And um, yeah. I was I was extremely impressed with the con itself. Artist Alley was huge, I have to admit. And and as we're walking through it for the first time, Jason goes, "I am damn impressed." In in Jason's inimitable way, uh, I'm paraphrasing, and he's like. Aren't aren't you amazed at the size of Artist Alley? And I'm like, yeah, it's pretty yeah. big. He goes, dude, you you don't get you don't get excited about much, do you? I said, I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> I, I wasn't gushing, you know. I mean, it was it was big, but Jason was like a kid at the playground, and he's looking around. It, it was epic, dude. It was Artist big. Alley was epic. It, it was, was humongous. Really big Artist Alley. It was a good. It was a really good Artist Alley. It was. Yeah, it was. Um, the one the one thing that I took from the show is that I feel like C2E2 is kind of um, found itself. It, it knows. It knows what it is as far as the show, and I think it's it's found that really nice um, middle ground between, um, not between New York and San Diego, but it's 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 there. It's it's in that kind of. I don't know if it's a tentpole show yet, but it's a really good show. I think it's found its size. It's found what's comfortable because Friday uh, was Friday was my favorite day. It yeah. was yeah, it, agreed. It, it was show for sure. Yeah, it was very comfortable to to move around. You could uh, go through the show floor and and check out the uh, all of the exhibitors and, and and go through the booths. And Artist Alley was was busy, but not um, uh, oppressively busy. Right. And you, you could, I mean, that was, that was like a perfect, like, show for day for me. It's like you could walk, it was possible to check out the entire show in, in a day. Right. Where Saturday, like most convention Saturdays now, it's kind of a, a survival thing of how <laughs> long can you go before you kill somebody. Right. I was uh, going to say, the thing I appreciate the most about the show, it's a, it's an awesome show, but the aisles are expansive. They're mm-hmm. so wide, unlike so New York much, City. Yeah, I was going to say so yeah. much of the New York Comic Con. Uh, and it's like Chris was exactly right. Friday, you could mosey around. You didn't have to worry about bumping into a, a cloud from Final Fantasy or a, a mojo. You know what I mean? Uh, even though they were there, the the aisles are so big that you could you could navigate without any kind of stress. Saturday, he's exactly right. It got very busy on Saturday, so... Um, traveling from one end to the other became a kind of uh, an experience unto itself, but you have to expect that because kind of a, que- a quest for fire, or yeah, a, or a quest for a Donatello. I don't know. <laughs> that was awesome, but I mean, it, it's not anywhere near as congested as other shows of so its we type. Should, I mean, it, it's it's not New York, right? True, no. true. No. I mean, we um we we're jumping ahead because we we arrived on Thursday morning. We did and yes. up with uh, Chris for some breakfast. just in time for the end of rush hour traffic. Yeah, I know you guys. I so I so I I call. I knew you guys were driving straight through, so I called David about what's like six in the morning. Or something. Six in the morning. How, how the hell? How does Indiana have half its goddamn state in? Dude, don't get me fucking started. What if you lived on the line? What time would it be? Dude, okay. If you're in your kitchen. Yeah. I know. Like, if you go to work, is, is, can, you go to work, and it's a different time than when you go home. Indiana being on East Coast time pisses me off to no goddamn end. Oh, so they're on the right time. 
But it's not. But no, it, it's, it's <laughs> Indiana fence. How fucking close is that to New York? But we weren't oh, all the way through Indiana, and, and and the time changed on our phones, and and so. It, and then changed back. No, no, it stayed. Oh. I mean, it stayed that way until we got you know in, into Chicago. So, I, there wasn't. We. I don't even know if it was sunup when the time change hit. It's it's Indiana. I I I cry for for Zach and Andy and Ben and 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 Andy and Ben does enough crying for himself. Don't worry about you know, that. For, for having to live in that godforsaken state. Um, um, <laughs> what so capital I, of the world, dude? How bad can it be? So I, so I call I call I call David and I'm like, where are you? And he's like, oh, we're in Laporte. And I'm like, oh shit, you're almost to Chicago. He's like, call me whenever you whenever you cross the 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 line, and I'll get my stuff together and I'll come meet you for breakfast. And so you know, I, I walk the dogs and take, take them out. And, and and so I I come back in. And it's like you know, it's been it's been over an hour. And so I call him and I'm like, so well, where are sure. you? It's like we're on Belmont. I'm like, well, shit. I guess I better get out of the fucking house. Thanks for calling me, asshole. Wow. <laughs> you know, shit. You are surly, <laughs> right? Salty when I walk my dogs. Uh. So, but no. Uh. Uh. We went and met up and and had a nice breakfast at the at the IHOP, which Brex, was which yeah. was. Mm-hmm. And we were zombies at that point. It was starting yeah. to you, yeah, we, yeah. We, you, it was just like I need to get you guys back to uh, back, back to the pad and get you sleeping, which yeah. uh, which you did. Jason was chowing down on chicken and waffles, uh-huh. and uh, we were so tired. He was starting, you know, to find fault with everything, and you know how you get. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, you, you, you were, you were getting, you were getting pretty, pretty down. And I said, "Hey, that looks good. How is that?" No, nah, man, it ain't that good. <laughs> because chicken and waffles. It wasn't. It was not very good. The chicken and waffles. Oh, my omelet was great. My my biscuits and gravy were lacking. See? Wow. I, I thought about like, it's like where's my fucking gravy? They were very so, chintzy on the gravy. As people likely know from our prior discussions, we we did a little different this year. We decided to um, rent a place through Airbnb instead of getting some hotel rooms. Not we, you. That was a well, master yeah. stroke. That was saying. your we, we, we had made the arrangements to have nine of us stay at a loft together right near Wrigley. So our place was literally right next to Wrigley. Mm-hmm. It was and, awful. Uh, on the rooftop and look into the stadium. It yeah. was awful. It was so awful. the owner rolls up and uh, you know we're waiting for him at the corner and he rolls up big smile on his face and uh, says hi and then he keeps walking and he's like what kind of beer do you guys want to drink? Next thing we know, he walks down to the bar which he owns and comes out with a case of PBR and hands it to Vince and says, "Follow me." Takes us up to the loft and uh, and, and it was on. So all the way up to the loft, all, yep. all like the way. five flights of stairs up to the loft. Yep. But I would say uh, we were quite pleased with this with the surroundings. Uh, it was it, awesome. It, it was fantastic. Yeah. Three, three bathrooms. Um, one of which was just a shower, but okay, right. two bastor- bathrooms. Two bathrooms and a separate shower. One was designated the number two room <laughs> for yes. obvious reasons, yep. and that was the one that was closest to the outside door. So, right. yeah, it was a loft with like bar style bathrooms. There were there were, there were stalls and urinals and and yeah, it was it was great. The only the only thing is that it didn't really have a, a, a functioning kitchen. Um, but we ended up working around that. And yeah, it was, it was fun. It was yeah, it was a perfect place for us to stay for the weekend. It was perfect. Mm, kudos to Mr. Wood for finding Mr. that Jason. because, it, like I said, it was a masterstroke. It made coming back home, uh, quote home, 
yeah. a joy because there was so much room in that thing that uh what were we nine yeah. Yeah. None of us. Yeah. yeah. It. You. You were nowhere near anyone when you were sleeping. So it was great. There was a lot of leg room. And I guess we should. We should probably um, thank all of our all of our our, our flat buddies. Yes. Um, um, Roland, who came in once again from from Australia. He might still be in Chicago. I'm not for sure. No. He's. I think uh, he's home. Is he on his way home? But um, uh, came in, it was awesome. As always, and, and great to see him and Chris Campbell, who is just such a great guy. I spent so much time with Mario this weekend and continue to just love that guy so much. And he and and um, Tiki Tim Rackrich, my wife, actually likes them, which is saying a lot. And then um, uh, our good buddy Will Piper, who is who is just the best of the best. Um, and then you three knuckleheads. Who else am I? Am I forgetting anybody? I jeez, I hope not. It was it we had was, we had we had Tom King for a night. Yep, true. Yeah, author you, of. So you said you said Roland. Uh, did you say Tiki? Yeah. Yeah, Roland, mm-hmm. Tim, Mario, mm-hmm. Chris Campbell, Will, Will, mm-hmm. and us four. Us four. I I don't want to ever go to a convention without. Anyone from this group, because group guys. because we spend so much time with them, and we have ever since the very first C two E two that it just wouldn't be right. Roland comes in from Australia. I don't want to go to a con without Roland. He, he'll be in New York. I don't. I don't want to go to a con without Roland because that's how I find you guys. <laughs> he does have a very unique uh, vantage point. Yeah. Yeah. All you have to do is like look for the seven foot tall guy. No, but he knows things. Like, like I said this last week, Roland is plugged into the gaming world and like magic and the board games and the card games. He's also plugged into the toy world. So if I can't walk around with him and find stuff, I can walk around with Will and find other stuff like, like horror books and sci-fi and exploitation and, and just, and smut. <laughs> like the the porn version of Taxi Driver that we 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 looked for for so long, and, and didn't find. Um, but I mean, at the show we we tooled around with a bunch of other very important people to us: Zach Crusey and Ben Teed. Oh, uh, I mean Ron Ron Richards. Ron Richards. I was almost for my fanboy, but from Image. Yes. Yes. Scotty Young hung out with us. So oh, yeah. Scotty stayed with us for a while back at the at the crib. I mean, just talking. Oh, Sal. Sal yes, course. Brian Salazar was with us. Um, I love listening to Scotty. <laughs> I, I, it amazes me how much that man has changed in so short a time. All grown's up. He is, and he has he has a very he he's he's knowledgeable. He's extremely knowledgeable about the yeah. industry, and just just listening to him talk about his various dealings and how he approaches his art and and his enthusiasm. That's the main thing. He's so excited about comics. What um what excites me about this show? And first of all, before I forget, this is this is my home show, and for you guys to plan your vacation time around it and drive out and to put as much time and money and effort to come to my hometown. Mm-hmm. And I didn't tell tell you this while you were here. It means so much to me Aww. that it, it um, I mean it is it is really special to me that you guys that you guys do that. And my one great regret is that we never seem to spend enough time together the four of us here um, 
while while you're here because there's so much stuff going on. But right. it it is not lost on me, and it means a lot to me that you sacrifice so much to come out to Chicago. Well, it's our so show. C two E two has become our show. EOC show, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's and it's crazy because that's the other part of that is that there are so many other people like you know Bean and Sormo and and Westoff and I can you know Mario John. and I I can keep going down down the list of of people who have become part of our larger community alan comes out for this and it, i mean it's just so many people that kind of descend on on chicago for this for this long weekend it's um it it puts me in a state of awe it's a that, circus but it's a good circus it's yeah. a it's an awesome circus yeah. which you know kind of brings us to that thursday night um i forget and i feel like such um a jerkball who um who organized the um the thursday night meetup at revolution brewing do, do you guys remember who who put that together george was it george oh it was yeah. george who did that oh well, yes. thank you george um it kind of kind of throughout the uh uh, the flag to say, "Hey, meet up at Revolution uh, Brew Tap on uh, on that Thursday night." And wasn't that a lot of fun? It was it awesome. Was great they, fun. They should have stayed open longer, but it was it was fun while it was open. Yeah, mm-hmm. beer was yeah. great. Great, great beer. The thing is, is the bomb. To set it up, I mean, this is a because I I remember when we were hanging out with Scotty earlier in the day. He said, "What are you doing tonight?" So we're going to Revolution, and he was like, "What?" He's like, dude, you guys. He's like, that's going to be crazy. And I guess because the Revolution Brewing the Company, bre- the the brew pub, the brew pub is like a super in- hot, trendy place <coughs> and super mm-hmm. crowded. But we were at the place where they actually make and 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 the tap uh, warehouse, yeah, the, 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 yeah. brewery. the brewery, and which is why which is why they can't stay open too late. Yeah, but it was oh, that's why high yeah. ceiling white room with chain link fences as the walls and you can see through the fences just stacks and stacks of brewing equipment and, and cases of beer i mean like but like industrial size i mean we're talking it's a brewery. Like, yeah. it's a brewery yeah um and uh, it really did seem like i mean i know we probably weren't the only ones there but it, it really did seem like 90 percent of the people there were 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 like all of our friends mm-hmm. it was awesome there was yeah. women there playing magic the gathering <laughs> yes, you, yeah. you, there, you, there could be a stripper naked sitting at the at the bench and a pair of women playing Magic the Gathering. To me, the card playing women are more attractive. There you go. Just by nature of what they're doing. It's like awesome. And uh we ran into a bunch of people there. Uh Eric Williams, right? Yep. Johnny No Prize. Yep. Alan um Cam Smalley. Cam Smalley, right? Help me out, because my my, uh, oh my, my brain is mush. That's uh, that's Eric Williams, Bill, yeah, Bean, Bill Z, yeah, Boomer, um, Hillary Barda, Kyle Bice. <laughs> Hillary Gar- Barda was drawing the most foul illustration in Ben Teed's sketchbook. <laughs> just, ex- just, I mean, for me to call it foul, yeah, it was over the line. Isn't but it was Hillary so good. A fucking pisser. He's a maniac. He Isn't is. he awesome? He's I a main man. If if they ever redo Back to the Future, he's got the the role of professor because that's exactly how Hillary is. I have a, I have a hilarious picture of Hillary wearing my hat at uh, on the Flickr set, which I I need to remind me. I need to actually Vince, you've got the you've got the URL. Post the Flickr set in the uh, in the show notes uh, at the at the forum. Okay, <laughs> I could do that. And there's a really funny picture of Hillary wearing my hat, which he shouldn't be. Why? It's not a good hat for him. 
No, it isn't. It's 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 very mm-hmm. tiny. So, so you're saying that, Chris has a small head? That's what you're saying. Yes, <laughs> I got a big uh-huh. head. So what else? Yeah, I know. mean, so so well, we <laughs> that night ended somewhat early, just because they well, the, because, the group pub closed at ten. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and, and, and we also we all, yeah we 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 were trying to we did get when we got in on on Thursday morning. We had breakfast. Three of us went back to the crib and and crashed for a couple hours. So we wanted to end the night early because we knew we were probably going to be up a little bit later than usual on Friday night and, and Saturday night and Saturday night. And and so we right. needed to get somewhat of a sleep schedule down. Plus, we wanted to make sure. Well, I mean, I was I speak for woke. yourselves. I, I wanted to out, make sure I went we got out to the con I, super early and got. I went out for lesbian karaoke. That's yes, you, you did. did. Yes, you did, and and you all, um, I'm, I'm sure, everybody had their back braided. So, what did they just sing? Katie Lang, is that it? And Indigo Girls. No, it's <laughs> awesome. Um, Paul Mountain's there. Oh, really? Yeah, it's it's one of his favorite karaoke bars. We were at Spinner's on Western Avenue. Wow. Um, the reason I slept in a chair, Chris, is because if for me to set the alarm, I would have had to walk over and and wake other people up to turn off the alarm so by sitting in that chair i was close to the outlet i was able to hear my phone yeah but why did you continue to sleep in the chair what do you mean because because the next night i tried sleeping on an airbed and and it it wasn't happening it was it wasn't too it was it was too flat and i need to be rigid yeah i i can't sleep super flat on my back with my with my head back i need to have my head raised somewhat so i and and like i said the, the chair was comfortable i didn't wake up with like a crick in my back or or feeling sore everything everything worked out i i, I have no hmm. complaints about sleeping in the chair it's not like i was just sitting up i i reclined and everything was everything was fine but i wanted to make sure that jason's like listen we gotta get up early because we're we did not we didn't go to the to the convention center Thursday. We didn't go pick anything up, so we had to hit the ground running Friday. So as soon as Jason said, I want to be out by 8-ish, then uh, I knew with a bunch of dudes, we, we all had to hit that shower. So I had the alarm set, got up, boom, and then you know one after another, people went in. And, and because Friday was, because it was a Friday, we were trains were pretty plentiful with rush hour or whatnot, especially with our, you could jump out the living room window and, and land on the train platform. Yeah, literally. Um, so we things moved right along really quickly and as soon as we got to the uh to the convention center um jason ended up curing a uh a dilemma that 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 we were facing but we also were able to uh to get our other passes and um basically got a lay of the land because friday you had um vips pros exhibitors and uh and press Wait, was, was press included? Mm-hmm. No, uh, they, they were included at at ten o'clock. They weren't supposed to be, but they let them in. Okay, yeah. uh-huh. and you know, you know, it's amazing. When we went to New York, we waited at least an hour in line yes. just just to get yes. our badges to get yep. in. Yeah. Whereas at C two E two, maybe ten minutes, mm-hmm. and there was Brilliant. a lot of people there. I mean, they have it; it's organized it, and it really is. It flows very nicely. So we got in. And Jason was in jam sketch mode. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and he just tore up that carpet 
soliciting all the artists about business. Uh, he wanted. <laughs> and why, why don't you talk about that? How many um, jam piece uh, images did you get uh, over the all right, weekend? Well, let's see. Um, okay, uh, let me look. Uh, I had five jam pieces going simultaneously. That's insane. Um, I started an X-Man jam piece, and I got uh, a Declan Shalvey Cyclops, nice. Ramon, a Ramon Perez Iceman, a Tim Seeley Beast, uh, an Aaron Cooter, a.k.a. David's <laughs> new boo, Cooter. Wolverine, yes. <laughs> and a Brent Schoonover uh, Havoc. So that's five. Um, I have an Avengers jam piece that, was, that I had started, as you guys know, um, a couple cons ago. On that, I got a uh, Chris Burnham Hercules and a Kari Randolph Black Widow. Um, so that leaves me with uh, so that's that's seven. Um, I started an Excalibur jam piece at the show. I got a Ryan Brown Captain Britain, uh, a Jason Latour Nightcrawler, and a Kyle Bice Lockheed. So that's up to ten. Um, I finished my Alpha Flight jam. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so on that, I got a Michael Walsh Shaman, a Riley Brown Vindicator, um, a Alex Milne Box, Madison Jeffries, which was awesome because he draws Transformers, so perfect to do a robot. That was a uh, brilliant decision. And then I finished it up on Sunday uh, with, uh, thanks in part to, to David's sage thoughts, with uh, Mr. Gordon Purcell doing North Star. So... That is fourteen. Oh, how is the North Star? It's great. How, it's yeah, great. it was good. Very nice. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. So that's fourteen, and then my GI Joe versus Cobra Jam. I got uh, a Mike Norton Roadblock, uh, Mr. Pat Loika Destro, uh, Nick Patara Zartan, and um, uh, who am I forgetting? Uh, I'm forgetting somebody. Uh, who did? Who did? Oh, oh, Tony Fleeks, uh, Storm Shadow. Yes. So that is fourteen. Me, it's the first time I first time I met Tony. What a nice guy, mm-hmm. Tony. Oh, and, yeah. And, and Saturday night, saw him wearing a little clock comics T-shirt yep. while he was having dinner with. Him. Yeah, we went out to dinner with Tony uh, Saturday night. You know what? While we're on the subject of Mr. Fleeks, let's. Fleece. That's why I said Fleece. Okay. He, oh, <laughs> I'm quick, dude. I'm quick. I don't want. Let's talk about his sketchbook. Did you? Did any of you get a copy? Oh, yeah, yeah, I got, I got it last year in, in New York. Yes. Oh my God, it, it's great, right? he's dangerous. Yeah. He is extremely dangerous. Dude, it's no joke. No, the images are fantastic. Wonder Woman image with the mock um, paperback cover, the Woman of Wonder. It's amazing. He, well, and, dude, the, and and a real cool thing about Tony is that uh, you know, uh, which I'm sure we'll get to, but but Stringer, our buddy and tattoo artist extraordinaire. You know, he's got a daughter. Um, I don't know quite how old she is, but she's like in her like the ten, twelve ish age range, I think. But you know, she wanted some artwork, and she's, I guess, like many young girls that age, just a just a nut for My Little Pony. And uh, so uh. we connected Fleeks, Fleece. Sorry, we connected Tony with with Stringer on Sunday, and even though we were gone, um, Tony did an awesome full color. Yeah, knocked uh, out the park. Pony, I believe it's like the leader pony. I forget her name, but uh, but for for Stringer's daughter and Stringer was giddy. So I love that we were able to sort of like bring two worlds together to hook it up. I bought Tony's um, Tony's issue of the uh, My Little Pony micro series. I'm not ashamed of it. I don't well, care. It's great comics. Yeah, yeah. He, I'll, I'll buy anything that Tony does, and ponies are not. I, the, he just draws 
beautifully, and I love it. It's a good issue. It's a, whatever. It's My Little Pony. It's still good. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he he did call me insane. He said I'm out yes, of my mind yeah. for for uh, dropping Sienkiewicz a duke guy. on Mr. Sinkevich, and yeah. you know we got over it real quick because he was just kidding. I us. haven't heard that, and if that's the case, you're you're nuts. No, I'm not nuts. Not really. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. No, 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 no. And uh, Mr. Sinkevich was at the show. He, he was. was. Yep. Oh, I didn't see him. He, he was, was there. there. He was there. Yeah. Well, there you go. I didn't see him. He told me I was nuts too, and I punched him right in the face. That's yeah, right. He did not. <laughs> no, I wasn't the only one that got jam stuff. I mean, I got 14 no. squares, but but uh, they were going hot and heavy. And Chris had a, was a man on a mission too. And I will say, although um, I probably definitely win the uh, the volume award, um, I give Chris uh, all the credit in the world for securing a jam square uh, that was certainly on a value basis hard to beat. Um, on a oh Ramos, mm-hmm. yeah, that was um, I, I worked for that one. Mm-hmm. That was, um, I had to, got in there on Friday morning. I waited like an hour and a half in line for that son of a bitch. But um, um, you're right because Ramos's sketches are not cheap, but I got uh, I got my, my jam piece um, sketch for, it was actually $25 and I gave him 30 Just because like, I just was Just to put that in perspective. Kidding. If I'm not mistaken, he charges 700 for a full figure. Am I right? Oh my goodness! So it was. So he does like over the weekend. He does 20 sketches total. He does like 10 a day. Yeah. But you, so. you told me you wanted a, a, a Ramos, and I thought you were nuts because I thought you were gonna, if he was going to do it, it would be at least 100 bucks. Yeah. So I would. I didn't even give him a second thought, and then you know, I saw you, and you're like, "Yeah, 30 bucks." So I was like, "You bitch!" So the <laughs> so the dude makes fourteen thousand dollars. At the con, yeah, that's probably about. I right. mean, minimum if he's doing seven hundred dollars sketches, ten a day. Mm-hmm. Well, something like that, yeah. Good lord! I get. Hey, great work if you can so, get it. So for my for my JLA jam piece, I've got one square left. One one square left. Uh, but I got I got three I got three of my four squares filled. Uh, Humberto Ramos did an awesome, awesome creeper for me. I mean, you guys saw it. I, I think it's phenomenal. Um, Declan did a, just a, a fantastic Blue Devil, which I thought was a very. I, I asked him to do it, but um, I think it's a. I think it's a very interesting JLA pick. And then uh, I got Jill Thompson to do a Phantom Stranger. So it was kind of a, a JLA dark theme for for this for this show. And I've got I've got one square left and i asked jim rug when he's going to be in chicago i got one square left and i'm holding it off a jim rug mr miracle and then i'll be done i'll be done so that's it everybody needs a little more rug in their life yep everyone needs more rug in their life and he's the best Mm -hmm. and and uh, it was also uh aside from from our jam pieces there was other art to be procured this weekend very true there were there were very true um well friday friday yeah we kind of got the lay of the land um we uh i i i saw one dealer um while i wasn't while i wasn't stopping at at booths to look for a decent conditioned um fantastic 452 i noticed um some of nickelodeon's teenage mutant ninja turtle figures one dealer I saw on Friday had them for for ten bucks a pop, and I figured, all right, well then I'll 
I, I foolishly thought that that might have been the price for the show uh, for most of the dealers, um, and I would pick it up Saturday because I don't want to walk, walk around with it. And um, that was my mistake because Saturday morning came and I went to the same guy and he'd already sold out. So um, as Chris um, can attest to because he has the photograph, I spent some of Saturday looking for Donatello. Salty. And, uh, it, yeah, right, it was. It did look like I was mad. Um, and uh, I finally, I, I did find it. I did come home with the Donatello. Uh, so, so it has a happy ending. But, um, but Friday, I'm trying to remember most of Friday. Friday did, did we meet Greg Smallwood Friday or was that Saturday? Friday. Uh, with Friday. The and boy, is he fucking awesome. The dude, the dude is majorly talented. Be on the lookout. We will be talking to him. Uh, seriously. He has, he has seriously. A book coming mark, out from Dark Horse. Mark, mark this episode down that you heard this guy's name now. Yes. Yeah. And you know, to, to that point, um, so he's a listener and he has a blog where he's very, very self effacing. And he gave us each an awesome piece of original art. I think uh, he gave me a domino. Uh, yep. What did he give you guys? I have a Mr. Monster. Right. Hellboy. Right. I got an amazing, fully rendered, <laughs> might as well be a commission. Yeah, absolutely. No joke. Yes, yeah, so my, my, my favorite Marvel character, the man thing. It's perfect. Ooh. It is. To, to continue that, though, I was uh, a couple times as I was going around different artists saying hello, we're getting sketches from them. Um, you know, I carry around my, my Atoya portfolio, so. In many instances, they were like, oh, what do you got in there? So I would start going through the portfolio. And I have to tell you, three <laughs> or four different artists, when they got to the domino piece, were like, damn, who's that? Yeah. And uh, I, you know, I said, it's, it's uh, Mr. Smallwood. And they're like, and I said, you know, he's, he's, he's coming up in the game. And, and, uh, and they were all very impressed. And Carrie Randolph was like, when I told him, he was like, dude, he's like, I can't believe this dude isn't already making great comics. He's like, he's going to be big. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I, um, that's one of the coolest things about what we do is, uh, is is being able to discover artists when they're sort of coming up. Um, and it's funny, too, because when you juxtapose that, or like I was, I'm sure you guys did the same thing, but I was busting on, you know, it's it's in Artist Alley, the people that had the longest lines, well, J. Scott Campbell had the longest lines, but that's that's an enigma. But like, Brian Stegman, Stegman, huge lines. Yeah. Oh, huge yeah. lines. Young, huge lines. Got it, yeah. Tim Seeley and Mike Norton, huge lines. Somni, huge lines. It's like, Damn, I you know I remember these guys were just like coming up, just like dudes on the grind, and now they're the, the celebs. You, you know, you know what it means, Jason. Mm. It means you're getting old. Yeah, oh, that is well, I, I fully expect to see Greg Smallwood with similar lines in the future because uh, yeah. the man's fantastic. Write this down right now. Get a pencil and a paper. Type it on your computer, whatever you want. He is currently producing a miniseries for Dark Horse called The Dream Thief. And I implore you to check it out because it is really sharp looking. And we got a preview copy of the first issue, boys, and I put it up on the You Know Where for you to check out. Nice. Uh, it's great. And there's a panel in there with one of the characters just wearing a very familiar looking t-shirt. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so we're in there. Uh, yep. yeah, but I mean, even if we weren't, the, the, the art is just really great. He has a, had a couple pages of, uh, Wolverine versus Sabretooth battle in his, uh, portfolio. Oh my goodness. You need to see this guy's work. Very good stuff. Mm -hmm. Yes. So Ryan yeah. Bra Ryan, Ryan Brown is another guy that I think, you know, four or five years from now, it's, we're going to be like, oh yeah, Ryan's all like big and fancy now. Um, 
there's <laughs> that, that that's been that's been honestly the most gratifying thing for me with uh, you know the, over the last you know five or six years is watching these people that work so hard at the craft get the attention that you know that they that yeah. they deserve yeah you know it's it's neat it's really cool uh so, while we have time why don't we do a couple of thank yous and then we'll move on to some more con talk and then we'll do some more thank yous because i'm sure we have a lot of them mm-hmm. yes okay. all right um i guess Thanks i'll greg smallwood obviously right thank you greg smallwood for those amazing and he, he also took the time to gang up each one of our commissions on one long strip so each of us could see what the others got at at a glance, and um, his work looks phenomenal, even reduced too. It's just great stuff. Um, Mr. Surly, aka John Fallon, be- Fallon bequeathed so. unto me a Chris Ware Quimby the Mouse slash Quimby's the Store print. It's gorgeous. I'm gonna frame that bitch. And he also gave me a copy of Patrick McCowns. McCowns, yes, uh, who works a, a lot with Dave Cooper. Uh, the hair shirt. Hardcover from Self-Made Hero, so I, I have to thank Mr. John Fallon for that. Um, uh, I, and I also need to thank Mr. Fallon. He, he, upon hearing me reminisce uh, lovingly about my GT Pro Performer uh, bike back in the day, he uh, found an awesome coffee table book uh, about uh, you know rad bikes, and it's uh, basically a chronicle of all the hot BMX bikes from the early 70s through to today it's a super cool one that's the, amazing the, the pro performer was indeed in there he had the uh, actually had the page bookmarked that's how sweet a guy he is and we also got to meet well i vincent i don't think got to meet him but actually he was uh walking around with his five-year-old son so i was joking with him about how i i vividly remember bringing my my sons and they were five and seven to new york comic-con and it's uh it's it's equal parts exciting and harrowing to have your, yeah. your little kid with you at a con like that so, very true very true yeah. well i had my kids with me at the con even though they weren't there because i made sure to bring a spongebob washcloth with me yes yes so they were with me in spirit with that and, you, and you had the boy tweeting at you <laughs> through me but yes he he uh he tweets an initial back. cap yeah, yeah it's, it's awesome. <laughs> what's wrong with him He's, he's 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 got you know he's got a unique style. Um, we uh, yeah. Besides the piece by Mr. Greg Smallwood, um, I uh, I think it was Saturday. I um, I was being summoned. I, uh, <laughs> people are texting me, calling me, imploring me to come back to the table because I was I was actually I think at that point we were saying hi to Stringer. We were setting up actually we were setting up. Um, uh, Vince's time, I think, with with uh, with Brian, our the tattooer, um, well, almost all of ours except Chris, and we what? Uh, you we uh, got you need to get a tattoo soon, but yeah, dude, really, before we end up giving you <sighs> one, I okay, I have an idea, but I'll talk about this off mic. Good. Okay, cool. okay, um, so so uh, so after we were. Talking to Stringer, getting the, the the day planned out, and I was still looking for for Donatello. I'm I'm getting pinged in every direction, and and I'm told to come back to the table, or Q16 in Artist Alley, and uh, I show up, and I it, 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 there's that you know you have that feeling where you know you're gonna walk in the door and you it's your birthday and you think the people who all forgot have are going are behind the door going to wish you. Uh, a surprise happy birthday. I kind of had this sense that I don't know why all these people are standing in front of our table, but, um, 
I get there and 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 I see Mr. Lance Kaiser, who we all saw on the day before on Friday. He 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 made it in, and um, it is always great to see Lance. The man is just I can't I can't think of a a more selfless and and generous individual and and you just you're happy around lance just for real he's just you just you see the guy and you just you smile you're happy you're you're glad he's there and um and he's telling me this story about how he was in chicago for a convention in 1984 and there were some people at this convention uh some creators that um that that he was talking to that, that that he may have picked some things up people like you know mark silvestri who was just um probably around his his king conan days um maybe a little earlier than that but he he sees this older gentleman white hair sitting down and, and he was he was taking requests so lance went up to him and uh and it turns out that it's gil kane and he he uh, lance pays him for a um for a piece of uh piece of art and, and it ends up with being Batman by Gil Kane and, and for whatever reason uh, Lance gifted this to me Saturday and I still have to kind of I look at it and I still kind of have to pinch myself from time to time because I I absolutely adore the, the the rough layout that Chris gave me for Christmas and, and I'm glad I have Gil Kane art. <laughs> yeah, thank Lance, you asshole. <laughs> but, Good but job. Then, but then I but R- I once you once you rip that rough up and use it for some toilet paper now. <laughs> <laughs> but but this is I I I am I'm just I am um I'm still practically speechless over this i can't it is a it's it's like an eleven by seventeen Freaking it's awesome. Gil Kane back it's awesome. It's on the You'll back of that like, his. That that's really all you need to say. It's it's it was um is basically on the back of his um of his NEA uh, Starhawks um, Enterprise feature like promo page. It, it, it has his headshot um in the foreground and and on top of some Starhawks strips and and on the back of this it's blank and that's what he sketched the. Uh, the Batman on, and it is. I mean, it, it's and just like my um, my artist edition, where you have some white out on Gwen Stacy's face. There's some there's some white out around the cowl, and and um, so it's not like he he was um, he was just sketching this out real quick. And okay, here you go, kid, and, and thanks for stopping by. I mean, he he put some time into this. It's 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 Batman on the rooftop, and 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 looking down, and it's it it's kind of like the best of both worlds because you have Batman who of course is one of Renee's favorite characters and it's Gil Kane so I cannot wait to get this thing framed and it's not going to be in one of those little um, glass jobbies I have most of my art and I think I'm going to um, take this to Michael's and, and get it done right but it is it is absolutely um, stunning and, and, and I am just I, I from the bottom of my heart Lance thank you so much i'd never and and it's he he told me about this this piece a couple of years ago um may have been when i think it was before he gave vince the uh the vampirella poster but he 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 told me that because of my fondness for gil kane um that uh you know when when he goes he he would leave this piece of art to me so 
I knew about it, and it's not something I thought I would have for many more years. But um, to, it, it was a it was a highlight, uh, bar none. It was, um, and, and Chris has proof of the um, of of my reaction, and and it's it's and even so, and Chris, so, glad, so glad I took that picture. And and Chris Campbell emailed me on our way home. Sunday, Chris Campbell emailed me the video footage of, of Lance giving it to me. And, and I, I still, I can't, I can't watch that yet because I still, it's, it's, it's surreal. I still can't, I, even though I have it and I'm looking right at it and I'm holding it, I still, I, I can't watch myself except that it's just, it's, it's, cray cray beyond, it, it is super cray cray. So I'm done for now. I'm, I'm, I told my next piece of art on Sunday when we get to it, but I'm, I'm, I'm done talking for the moment. Huh. Hard to top the, the Gil Kane sketch. Yeah. All right. I'll uh, talk to you guys next week. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, well, but, but we'll, we'll soldier on. Uh, another cool gift, Vince, you and I have to, to thank is from Mr. Jerry McDade. Yep. He first of all, Jerry's a super cool dude. I mean, yes. I, I I had a blast meeting a bunch of new people this year, uh, listeners and, and artists and like, um, and and almost everyone. In fact, everyone was a great experience. But uh, but but Jerry and I uh, we're like soul brothers when it comes to the jam pieces. Uh, uh. And in fact, he found me out on Saturday and basically wanted to snap my neck because he said five separate occasions he went over to an artist to see about getting them to draw on the jam piece, and they were. Uh, working on my piece at the time <laughs> so so great minds think alike but uh but in addition to hanging out and and talking about original art and stuff he apparently has quite a unique talent and uh how would you describe it vince would you say it's it's paper sculpture i mean is yeah, that paper craft um yeah. he, he makes hand-drawn paper craft figures of um well basically any character you want, I would think, because mm-hmm. he gave um, Jason a it's it's about a twelve inch tall figure. It's fairly large. Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely big of Mordecai from regular show mm-hmm. in full color, and it's it's beautifully folded it's and crafted. It's 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 really nice. And I got a BMO from mm-hmm. uh, Adventure Time, and and it's so beautiful. There's a little just a. The precision with which these things are made are really well. It's kind of scary, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everything is drawn on there, and it's it's they're they're gorgeous. And um, I showed it to my kids, and they're all jealous. Yeah, I showed the the kids that tonight, and they were giddy. In fact, yeah. to be honest, uh, I uh, hopefully Jerry won't be upset about this. I they're actually uh, they asked if they could have it in their room, so I put it on their uh, their bureau. So it's sitting in the middle of their bureau. Aww. Yeah, wow, so. you like to share. I put mine in my display case. Little there bastards don't touch them. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, so thank you, Jerry. It's really sharp, really yeah, beautiful no stuff. Um, Bean gave me a vintage Airboy poster. Nice. Sweet. I got a copy of Low Concept 3 from the fine folks at King Bone. Yes. John and, and Slurmo mm-hmm. and all. They just, uh, that Dave Wachter cover, I want to kill him. He's getting <laughs> so, he's so good. Um, our buddy Will, Will Piper, gave me a copy of, it's a hardcover uh, the, it's in the Japanese language. It's the art of Godzilla. And on the title page, it has this, um, mylar acetate 
overlay, film overlay of of uh, the big G belching, you know, radioactive breath at uh, King Ghidorah. It's amazing, and he just he just gave it to me, mm-hmm. and it's it's all artwork uh, from and of uh, the Godzilla stuff, and I love it. Uh, what else, Jason? What else did you get? Um, it's a good question. Um, oh, I got I got one while you're thinking. Oh, go ahead. We um we we <laughs> I, well Chris already mentioned but we got some awesome homebrew yes uh, from Mr. Mm-hmm. Southside Eric very tasty um David what was the name of the gentleman that gave us the care package to drive home yes and that I have to thank Mr. Eric Rasmussen for that he uh, fine I have, name I have to let you know Eric that my wife um is both happy and slightly um well she's she doesn't appreciate being hooked on something new. She uh, included in this care package were um, liter bottles of Coca-Cola and Diet Coke, um, some popcorn from Garrett's, uh, some ibuprofen is basically a hangover bag, and some cashy granola, cranberry, almond, dark chocolate nut bars or whatever and she basically um because it was three in the fucking morning when we were at vince's house um we were all basically kind of giving each other half-ass bro hugs say goodbye okay yeah catch you later and we were done we 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 were done for the day we all wanted to get the hell home uh which for jason and i were still about two hours away Mm -hmm. so we kind of all um unpacked the car Unpacked the rain, threw everything that belonged to us in our car, so J- Jason and I could drive off, and um, and I ended up with the care package. So Renee pretty much dogged the six bars in like a day and a half. Nice, um, but did, yeah, did we did we? Uh, I, I know we've been throwing the shadow stuff right. Did, we did shut up the Kingbone Press guys, right? Um, Slurmo and John and everybody. Well, yeah, we are. Oh, I, mentioned, I mentioned Slurmo and John. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, because yes. we we definitely hung out with them, and I got to say their booth was jammed, dude. They, I, I, I don't. I don't know how they did like financially, but I because I didn't ask them. But but seemingly uh, every time I walked by the uh, their booth, it was packed, and they had artists pounding out sketches for people. It just seemed like they had a lot of traffic. So kudos to them, and it was hella good hanging out with 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 them all uh, uh, as well. And also Chris Marshall too. We spent hung out a lot with him. Oh, yeah. Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking yeah. speaking of I, um, Chris Marshall, it yeah. is like a fucking high school reunion every time with these fucking shows. It I is. love it. I love it. But once again, you see people you love, and you spend like fifteen minutes with them, and it's just never. It's never enough. Yeah, we spent a lot of time with Chris, which which oh, was, yeah. which yeah, was yeah. awesome. He came and he hung out. With, you know, he hung out with us, and which is never yeah. enough time. But no, great. It's, it's never enough time. And great, great. Let's dude. not forget, uh, Mister Sean Pryor. That's right. Yes, finally met the man. So oh, that's good. right. I oh, that's the first time you met him. Yeah, yeah, first forgot time about I met that. Sean. Yes. Really. Yes. I hadn't seen Sean in a long time, and uh, it was really awesome to see him. And I'm so glad. That uh, and I know we're skipping around here time wise, but I'm so glad that uh, I got to spend some real quality time with him on Saturday night at the Hyatt because uh, he was manning the Action Lab booth. Um, yes, uh, for the weekend, you know, and really couldn't walk Panic around the console. Action Lab. Period. I mean, he yeah, he's yeah. the man. He and Mr. Chad Jaconi and uh, their third gentleman. I, I don't remember his name, uh, but uh, they were manning. The, but so so he came out to the Hyatt, and I really got to. To chat with him for quite a bit, so it was great to, I to am, catch up with him. So I, I am, I'm equal parts bummed and um, 
sort of well relieved in the sense that that I had it done and it's over. But I am I am I am really sorry I did not get to to talk and hang out with people Saturday night at the Hyatt Bar. Oh, yes. because you were getting all tatted up. Right, which brings yeah. us to uh, another what has become a tradition. So this um, this is my third C2E2. This yes. is Vince's third C2E2. Yes. This is David's fourth C2E2. Yes. And Chris's fourth. Mm-hmm. And in the and in three of the four years, Vince, David, and I have gotten new tattoos from Mr. Brian the Man Stringer. And Stringer's awesome. This year, I would say, it's funny. In, in the prior two years, I had great clarity as to what I wanted. It was a smooth process. This year, I really struggled with what I was going to get. Same here. A, yeah, it was the inverse this year because yeah. I was Vince, the one that was prepared. Exactly. Yeah. Vince had the exact What's that idea. about? And, and, Stringer, and Stringer was giddy about that. <laughs> yeah. So I would say, I mean, Stringer had a lot of time for us on Saturday to, to do the ink, which is really smart of him and thoughtful because Saturday, as we talked about, is always the packed the packed day. So if there's ever a day that I want to be off the floor getting a tattoo, it's, it's Saturday is the perfect day for it. But as often happens with, you know, you can't rush body art because it has to, you know, it's permanent. Um, and Stringer's, you know, uh, his, he's got impeccable quality. So he takes, you know, he's going to take his time to do it right. Um, his schedule started getting a little backed up. And so come Saturday, I really wasn't sure if it was going to happen because, um, by like mid to late afternoon, he was just getting around to doing fences. And we had Chris and I, uh, and some of the other guys had dinner reservations in, in downtown Chicago at eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. And the show floor closed at seven. So I really didn't know if we were going to have time to, to do mine because I had sent, I had hemmed and hauled between a couple of different ideas. I had sent Stringer uh, an idea late Friday night. I emailed him a reference and, and I had no idea if it was going to be, you know, if he was gonna have the time to do it, but uh, but but you got yours, Vince, and it was pretty much so. Yours was like I would say the most painless in the sense that yours was middle of the day, went pretty quickly, bam, you were good. Yep, right. did a great job on it too. Looks great. Yes, um, want to tell everybody what it is? Or? Yes, um, it is a rendition of the Shock Monster, uh, a catalog image created in the early '60s by a company called Topstone who made, among other things, really cheaply produced rubber masks, rubber monster masks. Uh, it was also a company that hooked up with Jim Warren uh, of Warren Publications, and the masks were sold in the back pages of Famous Monsters and Eerie and Creepy and uh, Vampirella. And it was one of those images that ever since I've been a kid, it just imprinted itself on my mind. I've always loved it. Uh, it, it became the de facto mascot for famous monsters because they used it on t-shirts for like decades. Uh, it's a zombie head, but it's, it's very unique. And I managed to find a image of it from the original Topstone cal, cal, what am I saying? Catalog. Um, catalog. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately the one used in famous monsters because they were low rent as far as, uh, printing, uh, photographs. Uh, it was not in color. Uh, the original is, and he did it in full color on my arm, and it looks gorgeous. He did a great yes. job. I'm getting all of the Top Stone uh, characters on my mm-hmm. arm. My wife doesn't know that, so don't repeat nice. it. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> he, 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 did, he did an absolutely fantastic job on it. Mm-hmm. So then it came time for me, and I uh, showed up, and, and 
being the man, he, 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 in spite of having very little time, took my reference, basically redrew what I sent him in a completely different way that uh, he thought would look better, you know, for where I was having, I was getting the inside of my arm, um, hooked it up with some help, very timely help from his, uh, apprentice, Miss Anna. Uh, Anna. And, uh, and then I said, dude, you know, we're going to do this in time. He said, we got just enough time to get it done before they close the lights out. And damned if he wasn't right. So, uh, for about an hour and a half, I sat and Stringer hooked it up and, uh, banged out my, my new tattoo, which is awesome. It is a, uh, um, two years ago, I got a very big piece on my rib cage, um, that's, uh, got my family's, my wife and three kids' names in it intertwined in sort of a bunch of like tribal concentric circles and, and, and half circles. Um, and so as, uh, as you guys all know, I'm a huge whale lover. Uh, love whales. I, uh, I was uh, almost going to be a marine biologist back in the day. So um, Stringer hooked me up with a sweet-ass tribal whale on the inside of my arm, and he did an amazing job. He really did. It looks great. I posted a picture in the uh, C2E2 thread, and I'll repost it in the, uh, the episode thread as well. But, uh, but the good, So that was good news for me because we got it in just in the nick of time. But the issue with that is as the lights were going off, Mr. DAP still didn't have his tattoo. Close to st- I was close to stressing out that you know my 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 boys got theirs done. I I kind of had planned on getting something done. Not that I had a concrete image that that I I, I had ideas, but nothing um, nothing concrete. So I um, I was going to settle on a a long stem wine glass going on the outside of my forearm and then um vince had the awesome idea of having a rose crawling up the wine stem and i like there are many reasons why i i absolutely love what i ended up with this year because there was input from two of my favorite people there was um it it ties into my first tattoo in a way and and it it um it's once I once I discarded the wine glass and then I just had a rose. I asked Renee what type of rose. So she said a circus rose, which she grows here because we used one of her pictures as as reference. Um, and and she also added because she calls me a clown. We we ended up with just a circus rose with the stem on the outside of my forearm. So it's got all the colors that. That's in the rose, um, and it uh, it's it's bright. It looks great. It's healing nicely, and and it uh, it it took a it took a couple hours, and um, it uh, I I I don't regret it. The only thing I I am sad about is is not hanging out with everybody Saturday night. But um, you know, we found a back back alley to do this in, and it looks fantastic and and i think that um it just it ended up meaning more to me than uh than anything else i was thinking about over the past two days and and uh yeah no i'm i'm you know like like we all said you know jason and i were not we didn't have anything we didn't have clarity this time right yeah there was nothing we we had nothing down and i did and and vince was (laughs) so uh so yeah so we at least you know that tradition continues. So basically, even though I've, um, I tend to get tatted up when the years Jason is there, because even though Vince 
got his autograph last year. I didn't get anything last year, and uh, um, yeah, I'm I'm already thinking about what I'm getting next. Although I said it before, I do kind of hope Renee gets to have hers before I get my number four. But um, you're still it's, considerate. I, oh, Cut that out. She make <sighs> baked to differ, but um, we. Uh, you King know, of the castle, as, David. King of the castle. Um, <laughs> as, as far as other people that, that I want to make sure that I give a shout out to that, that I saw, I'm, I'm not getting to the, I met for the first time yet, but I, I got to see, and this ties into my, in your travels tonight, but, um, it's always awesome to, uh, at least shake the hand of Dave Mathis. It's always good to see LD. Hell yeah. Uh, Very true. Yeah. And, and, uh, dude's got some gray in, in the sideburns and, and the beard. Oh, he still looks uh, good, though. At first, I thought I, I thought maybe he was getting some of that miniatures paint on his face, and he didn't wash mm-hmm. up before he came to the con. But um, he still uh, bad fit, though. He, dude, seriously. And could like you two percent body fat? Chandler um, Bong live Chandler. here on ESC. Um, we 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 did mention Pat before, right? Yes, yeah, because we did. he got the Destro. Um, Johnny No Price. Oh, it was. So, and I tell you what, Pat. I am so proud of him. He had, he had a health scare last year, and he has taken it, I mean, literally to heart yeah. and is taking such good care of himself. He's, he is, he's half the man he appeared to be and twice the man he was. Wow. Oh nice. I am so, so proud of him because we're going to see Pat for years and years and years to come because he's taking care of himself. And yes. I cannot, I cannot express enough how, uh, how proud I am of him for that. He's so good. He yeah. looks awesome. He he's does. Pat. He's, mania is strong right now. There you go. <laughs> uh, I got to see. I got to hang out for a little bit Friday night because he and Alan showed up at, at our crib. But I got to talk to Rick Hansen for a little bit. And then on Sunday before we left, uh, I met his uh, his ever-so-lovely wife. And, and as is um, the par for the course, uh, as as the men in our circle do, um, the uh, our, our, our better half, our significant other, um, way outclass us and and i have no idea how the hell he managed that but i'm sure people will say the same thing when they see me and renee walking down the street together so um it's true always always good to see rick <laughs> um and and of course paul from canada who gave us uh maple syrup oh um, yeah very and, tasty oh it was yummy too i haven't <laughs> consumed it all but i did i have to admit i did take a little chug before i put it in the refrigerator <laughs> and it was delicious <laughs> And we can't forget Johnny No Prize, dude. He's on my he, he's on my who I met, and yeah, it was. Um, I, I hope it was all he he uh, he imagined it to me. It, it's been it's been practically a year in the making for us to finally meet. He was apparently a little shy last year, and uh, and, and made up for it big time this year. Uh, but he is uh, he's. He is he is a a unique individual and 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 I am I am glad to uh, to finally been able to, to to shake his hand and hang out with him for a little bit um, with an awesome battery powered hat <laughs> that, that I that I, I coveted that hat yes the, it was that, indeed Saturday see, night he yes. he was he, he was he was the happiest person I met this weekend very yeah. happy fellow yeah yeah I think I think you're right um, he, uh, he 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 was so hoping that you know we 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 got to say goodbye before before we left sunday and and luckily he did because while 
you know, we, we, we stayed a little later than we wanted to on Sunday. If we do go at all, I mean, if, if when we go next year, I don't know if we'll hit the floor Sunday. Um, but yeah. we, uh, we, we left a little later than we wanted to. And it's, and, and while, when we finally started. Yeah. So what happened with you all leaving later? We got home later. We got home a lot later. Yeah. Uh, but we, um, and it made the day longer. Whereas last year, Chris, we rolled out of, rolled out of your parents' crib and hit the road. This year, we rolled out of the loft and spent a couple hours at the con and then hit the road. So our day was a lot longer. Yeah, but yeah. Let, let's tell them why we did that. Because uh, Jason Wood hosted a panel. A yes, bit, his very yeah. own panel at the show um, featuring Mr. Ryan Brown and uh, Ryan Stegman and others. And the subject was Kickstarter. Yep. Yep. By the way, the others uh, were Matt Forbeck Will Hintmarch and Ken Height. Right, and as usual, uh, as with that everything yeah, Jason does, he nailed it. He absolutely yeah, that nailed was it. Was awesome. Yeah, thank you, thank you, buddies. Yeah, that was a lot of fun, man. I have to say, we, uh, I was nervous because, um, you know, it's Sunday, and Sunday is usually a quieter, quieter day. And the pa- the panel was scheduled for eleven a.m., which is when the show floor opened on Sunday. So I, and then I heard from Chris Campbell. That he went to a Valiant panel on Saturday, and Valiant's about as hot as it gets right now. And he said the panel was like, like a skeleton crew. So I really was was thinking that it was going to be just like a dozen of of my buddies sitting in there with the audience. But uh, I showed up about ten minutes before, like I was supposed to, and uh, it was pretty full. It was it was definitely like a good good crowd. And and uh, by the time we started at at eleven o'clock, it was a ton of people there. It was pretty pretty very very cool to see. Um, and uh, yeah, I think it went well. I mean, you know, if I could do it over again, I would have left a little more time for questions. But, um, but you know, I think the conversation covered a lot of ground, and we had some laughs, and uh, <laughs> everybody got a chance to talk. And and I managed to keep my cool up there in spite of 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 my 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 uh, bastard buddies texting me ridiculous things. <laughs> I, 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 I texted suck it to Jason right in the middle of one of his, his deliveries. And then uh, J- David and I were, were throwing uh, texts like Ermagerd just, just to get Ermagerd. knock him off balance. And, and Ermagerd pretty much had he, me. He, he, kept his compo- table? he kept his composure very it well. It was a tiny table. It wasn't really well suited for five five guests, but they made <laughs> five, the most five of it. Five grown-ass men, yeah. Ryan Brown sat on Ryan Stegman's lap. And, and, and uh, as Ryan Stegman, oh, I thought that was a ventriloquist. <laughs> struggled to struggle to stay. Uh, um, well, paid attention. He, uh, you know, I, I don't know how many times Mr. Stegman looked down at his phone or uh, <laughs> held his head up with his hands. But it was, it was, it was an awesome. I mean, the, the questions that what that you posed to to the people on the panel, um, it, it, I, I found it pretty pretty informative because you know you do think about um you know well you 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 asked for eight thousand dollars you ended up with a hundred eight thousand dollars where's that all what about all that money and 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 shipping when it comes to and and i think it was ryan brown who was talking about how um you know now now that you've now that you've reached your goal um you still have a lot of work to do because there's there's shipping involved and and there's 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 storage involved and um like Stegman talked about the stretch goals and how oh well now I have eight thousand postcards I have to fucking sign yeah and and you know you just you have to you have to think about it um you have to be smart you can't just promise the moon and and then yeah you 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 can probably deliver it but 
what kind of toll is it going to take on right. you? Right, and, and, and you could tell that they've learned a lot in, yes. in a very short time because um, Ryan was saying, "Yeah, stretch goals are great," and That's and, you and, have to he, and so you have no, and so you have to actually get them to your supporters. Whereas, like he was taking work that was seldom seen, if seen at all, and making digital files and giving it to his. Um, supporters whereas if he promised them a physical copy of that right. he would he would have to print that right. the costs incurred there ship it more costs incurred and and so it was a learning experience and he said you know what you don't want to be a shit heel and run a separate kickstarter just for shipping and and you know <laughs> that that got a couple uh, yeah, chuckles yeah. Uh, because <laughs> no the, 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 all all of them were very learned very intelligent men yeah. who have lived this and and then you had Jason up on the podium dropping the science it was a really good panel very good nice, but we nice. we expect that from you that was a lot of fun i mean again had we had we had any control i would have rather had the panel friday or saturday so we could have made the quick beeline on sunday but nah, you're the other interesting thing is because we were there sunday um we we agreed, especially Vince and I, because we needed some souvenirs for the kids, that we would you know just hit this, the the con floor for a little bit. And I really thought at most cons Sunday is the shopping day because right. uh, you know marked down. everybody mm-hmm. mark is marked down. They're trying to get rid of their inventory, um, and that's pretty much universal. I mean, even at like New York, I mean, remember what there's, and for some reason. That wasn't the case this no, year. This no. I mean, there was very few markdowns. I mean, even Archaea, which is like the most notorious, didn't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, Challengers didn't do it. Um, Tales of Wonder didn't do it. Not much, um, no. The, I saw one like high end vendor, like of back issues, do it like 20% off. But but even that, I mean. You're still you paying know, far over book. Even yeah, at 20% I mean, and, and you, you could get 20% off any, and, you know, at a, those kind of prices are negotiable from Jump. So. Yeah, I mean, I really didn't see the markdowns, which I took as actually a good sign because, you know, they they usually mark down just to try and make their cash flow back, and so the fact they didn't feel the need to mark down, you know, was was a good sign. It meant that they at least made enough that they weren't feeling the pressure to sort of, you know, cover yeah, their nut. To, so, so that's good. To, yeah, there to, seemed uh, to be a lot unload. of of money changing hands in the the uh, toy and collectible mm-hmm. sections. Yes, I mean, hot, especially the the Funko. Vinyl pop figures; those things were going yeah. like crazy. You're right about that. Yeah, David got some. I got one too. Um, Chris, we should uh, we should mention our dinner. Mm. We uh, very Chris, nice dinner. Chris and I and Mario and uh, Tim Rackridge, Freaky Tiki, and Roland and Chris Campbell uh, were joined and Andy Parks. Yes, we're joined by Andy Parks, uh, and we went to Tavernita. Uh, a restaurant in, uh, I guess down downtown. Would you say or was River River North? Mm-hmm. River well, like North. The, 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 the sort of the heart of the city was very much yeah. Like, it, was, it was downtown. Yeah. It was downtown. Sure. Um, very trendy place. We were definitely the the least hip people. <laughs> definitely. I mean, we, uh, even though we were all wearing our Marshalls gear, we we still weren't really pulling up uh, pulling it off. Hey, right? now. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But, but no, admittedly, like we get there and uh, and and it was a super trendy looking place, and the, the hostesses were all gorgeous, and you know the, there were tables with women just showing up to the nines and dudes in suits, and you know then our, our clown posse walks it in. Very, it was very, it was very trendy. Very yeah. Trendy. We got sat in like the middle of this room, and then our waiter comes out, and he's let's just say very energetic, and very energetic. Uh, and he's like you know speaking a mile a minute to us, and he's telling us how. You know, because we had dinner at eight. He's like, "Well, if you hang around long enough at ten o'clock, we flip the tables over and it becomes bottle service and a DJ." And we're like, 
we think we're just here for dinner, relax, you know. But uh, <laughs> dinner was real good. It was, um, you know, it was like a tapas kind of place, and uh, you know, I say I would say the food, you know, ranged from good to excellent. You know, I wouldn't say it was the food wasn't as good. It was very good, but it wasn't. Um, it, it wasn't on the level of like what I'm sure the girl and the goat was. Or it, wait, it was. It wasn't over the moon. I I like the small. Night, was, that, was it Nightwood two years ago? What was that? Nightwood. Was it? Nightwood was fantastic. Yes. Yeah, so, so I would say the food was like a, a B plus. It was definitely very very good, but it wasn't. I thought. Like was, I thought your entree was fantastic. I thought the small plates were better than the entrees. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. But the drinks were awesome. They had the. Uh, they uh-huh. had like very homemade. Nice. Homemade, really high alcohol content kegged drinks, um, and I said the scene was great, and we had a blast. And it was—I hadn't really spent much time with Andy Parks before. I know that I know that David and Chris know him really well, but uh, I sat next to him. It was great getting to know him a bit more because he's a—he's uh, a big time original art collector. And uh, uh, so yeah, it was—it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was a, a lot of fun night uh, going there, and then we all headed over to the Hyatt Bar Saturday night, which is, for those that don't know, the Hyatt is where like 90% of attendees and artists and industry people stay because um, yeah. it's right connected to the to the McCormick. And so the bar kind of becomes the de facto meeting place. And um, and uh, I think we did it right this year because in, in years past, the bar has been ridiculously crowded and it's it's almost felt like a chore they're to be never, They're never prepared for the amount of people there. Yeah. Ever. Ever. This year, I would say maybe because it was like Saturday night and people had already hit the bar a few nights in a row, the bar was crowded but not unbearably so. And I have to say, it was of the three times I've been to the Hyatt for C2E2, this was for me um, the most enjoyable. You know, we had we kind of set up our we had like a base camp, kind mm-hmm. of a little bit for, far away from the bar in the main lobby where we all kind of hung out. But then I made a bunch of pass-throughs and got to see, at least say hello and shake hands with a ton of people that I otherwise wouldn't have seen. So so it worked out really well. I mean, uh, um, I have to say, I, it was definitely the most fun I've had at the Hyatt Bar um, in the in the four years that, that we've been going to the show. So It's it's really funny because there's a, there's a picture of, oh, I, I can't even remember who it is, of... Uh, it's me and somebody, and it's like in the background. It's Karen Gillan and Rick Remender and Andy McDonald, and it's just like that's just kind of how it was. I mean, yeah. it was that 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 scene. You'll walk down that hallway, and it's it's comic book people all over the place, fans, yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, I was theaters. It's very chill. It's 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 a relaxed scene. It's it's a lot of fun. Yep, I mean Brian Posehn is standing next to yeah. Chris Burnham is standing next to you know Ryan Panagos next to you know uh, in well not this year but in years past like Jim Lee it's just it's just that yeah. kind of Brevort thing. was there too. Brevort was there. Yeah, yeah. he was Azarello. Muckety mucks I saw that that was there. Yeah, yep. yeah. But that was blast. And again, no, I'm not trying to rub it in. David was was getting his <laughs> tattoo during that time. Um, and then Vince and I we we pause button, dude. You, you have the mute button. Mute on. button. Oh, sorry. Um, Vince and I made our, our said our goodbyes at the bar, and then went to rendezvous with David to hang out with him while he got his tattoo finished. Thanks, up. guys. Yeah. There, so what about two, 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 two? Oh no, it was later than two. that. Yeah. No, it, it finished because we got we got back to the loft about two thirty ish. Oh really? Yeah. And uh, we, <laughs> we decided we should we were going to take a cab back because you know it was <laughs> at that hour, and uh, it was um, you know we're waiting to get get back. It was uh, it was us plus Roland. <laughs> and uh, there was a huge line at the Ohio because it was closing time to to get a cabs to places, and it, it was kind of the suck because we really weren't counting on having to wait for a cab at two in the morning. Yeah. Um. So of course, you know, 
us trying to be smart, beat the system. A livery cab comes over and is like, hey, how many you got? And we're like, four. And he's like, uh, where are you going? And, you know, we, we said very clearly, Wrigleyville. You know, we're going on Wrigley. Uh-oh. He says, uh, he says $40. And uh, No. So, so then we're like, well, we're like, it's going to be 25 for the cab. We don't feel like waiting. Okay, 40 bucks. So so we hop into his, his uh, what was it, like a town car? What was it? I forget. It was a bigger no, car. It was a, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, it was an SUV. Yeah. Hop in. We're all giddy. We're like, what, five minutes out of the place? Yeah. Like, Not even. Crap? It was like it was like forty as, seconds. As, as, we, as we were pulling out of the driveway, so I said, oh, well, well, my status." If we're going downtown, it's going to be more than forty bucks. And we're like, "No, it isn't, son." <laughs> we're like, "Well, pardon me." And he's like, "You know, he tried to pull a little bit of the fagazi, which <laughs> for a, a few minutes got us." I all didn't hear about this. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I got us all pissed, and we were pretty much it was stone cold silent in the truck for a little bit because we were all like, "We're not fucking paying you more money, dude." Like you, you, you made a deal. We told you Wrigleyville, like, like that's the deal. And then he did one of those like. Well, I'm a man of my word, so I'll I won't drop you. Drop but, you off. Yeah. But, uh, so you it, know, it's it's as silent as in as the grave in the car, right? It, and because oh, we're all pissed at the guy, and I get I'm starting to get texts on my phone. David texted me, douche. So I'm giggling like a retard in, in front of the car, trying not to tip the guy, and and he notices that I'm. Like laughing, and he's trying to see like what I'm doing on my phone. Then David texted me again. And I'm giggling again, and the dude drove like a maniac. He did. Uh, he was ridiculous. Uh, you should have fucking reported him. No, the the one turn he makes, he, he shouldn't have made the turn to begin with because it was a car hard right stopped, and then a bus was coming down the street, and he had a squeak in between them, and the bus driver's yelling at him like, "What the hell are you doing?" And he he's just screamed out the window, "Shut up!" And he keeps driving. <laughs> And, uh, then, then someone ran out of gas on the expressway and it was a very dangerous situation and he's zooming all around this thing. And so then we get to Greg, Greg. boy, is it boys town? The, yeah. whereas it's a, it's a, um, uh, an area of the city known for attracting a certain, um, type of person, right? Or, you or say it's, a, it's the gay area of Chicago. You know, okay, it's, it's the gay area. Like <laughs> and and he's he's looking out the window and he goes, I don't know why they call it Boys Town. Uh, what what did he say? It, oh, when we were in the tab with with Will. Yeah, this uh, wasn't that the same guy. No, no, that was that was with me using cab. Oh, I'm yeah, I got my cab drivers crossed. What did he say anyway? You got to finish the story. I, I, I think that uh, I don't know why they call it Boys Town. They're a bunch of sissies. They're a bunch of sissies. It's like <laughs> whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was redog, but anyway, that the night we got home from David's tattoo, you do take no fucking shit from the fucking cabbies in this town. You guys but were the, all the guy ever was trying to make small talk with us after we got yeah, married. Yeah, so, yeah. So he's like, "Oh, you you are here for for the show," and we're like, "Yeah, yeah, it's a comic con thing." And he's like, "Oh." Uh-huh. And so like, who are you, yeah, who, why are you at the Hyatt if, if you stay over he's, here? He's fucking ha- he's he should be happy I wasn't in the fucking cab because I would have fucking gone off on that motherfucker. It's like no, you know what? Our uh, trip is going to be thirty dollars now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, so then he's like, you 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 are our friends. You on the uh, they keep in touch on the Facebooks. And we're like, yeah, yeah, the Facebooks, exactly. Yeah. And then he goes, are you on our high school people? Yeah, he's like, oh, you're a high school friend. And yeah. he's like, yes, yes, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Right Christ. <laughs> And uh, and and little did I know that Vince was recording it. No, David. Funny. Oh, David was recording it. Yeah, That's we have some of it. So yeah. if you check out the thread on the forum, so we, uh, we kept our annual tradition of wacky, wacky ass cab drivers. Right. Yes. But the best uh, part of the night came when we got back to the place, because because <laughs> all you all you guys were passed oh, we were out. 
It was two thirty in the fucking morning. Yeah, you you, you were out asleep, and and David goes, "Hey, who's that? Who who's the hell this? is that?" Who's there was there was guy? someone on the floor. Oh, uh, Tom. Yeah, well, yeah. we didn't know at the time that it was Tom, but uh, so Dave, I don't know who that is. And Jason just happened to walk by and and drop <laughs> the <laughs> the most horrendous fart on this guy. Uh, and he, it, nice. No, he didn't do it on purpose. I mean, he, you know, so so he's walking by and you just hear, and we all like a bunch of schoolgirls ducked into the laundry room and we're giggling like freaks in there like, because we're trying absolutely. not to be loud, you know, so to wake you up. Like you and get I, every now and then in your life and you cannot. Stop I laughing. said to Jason, well, man, funny. I can't, I can't even look at you. You, you. you're just, you're so far <laughs> over the line. I couldn't even. I was like, so I was sound. And the, in the midst of this whole thing, David just got tattooed. I had a fresh one. Jason had a fresh one. All David could think about was the rust on top of the the dryer. And hey, don't go near that rust. That's not very sanitary. <laughs> what the hell? It was ridiculous. Middle and of the night. We were, we were four. You know, I mean, between us and Roland, I mean, we were you know probably pushing a half a ton. Yeah, right. In a little laundry room. And and and, nice. and about an average height of probably six foot three. And, uh, and, and we're squeezed into this little teeny laundry room just, trying to be quiet because the rest of y'all are sleeping. Just and we giggling. just can't stop laughing. And of course, we had to wrap David's tattoo and the packing tape that we wrapped the plastic with. Every time we pulled it, it, it sounded like another fart and it just echoed through the damn loft. And, and we're trying oh, well, to. That's the other thing. Yeah. We, you're supposed to wrap your tattoos in saran wrap to keep them fresh. <laughs> we didn't have any saran wrap. So on the way back from, from David's late night session, we stopped at the 7-Eleven near our, our apartment. And we walked in and we're like, where's the saran wrap? And he was like, we don't have saran wrap. So we ended up buying like Ziploc freezer bags yeah. and using that and like masking tape and making like jewelry rigged like it was awesome. contraptions around our tattoos. Like talk about like uh, like ghetto freaking yeah. Uh, yeah. protective. It was like literally like Ziplocs half hanging off of our bodies trying Funny to keep them hell. from getting infected. I, I, of course, poked my fingers through the bag and didn't know at the time, but it was way too tight. And when I woke up, my hand was purple because it just cut off all the damn circulation in my hand. Unbelievable. Yes. Yeah, it was fun times. I got a couple more thank yous because I don't want to leave any people out. Do it. Um, Chris Marshall, whom we spoke to about before, a wonderful S- gentleman and a scholar, asked me, hey, um, I got a Wally Wood hardcover. Uh, I'm just going to yeah. give it to you. And I'm like, cool. Uh, what, what, what is it? And he's like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's something the, the, you know, the swords and sorcery and something about a king. And I'm like, oh, is it the wizard king? And he's like, yeah, 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 that's it. The wizard king. Uh, I'm going to bring it for you tomorrow. He brings it to me. It is, <laughs> it's a damn first printing of the 1978 Wizard King hardcover. The, 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 <laughs> these books came right from, from Wally Wood. Uh, I'm, I'm so pleased you gave this to me, Chris. You can't have it back, but, uh, it's, it's a, it's a first damn printing and, and I gotta thank him. Uh, we also have to thank Superspell, who sent us uh, an awesome array of EOC themed buttons. Very true. Yes. yes. Okay. Because I got those on literally the, the day that we were, we, it was Thursday. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't know they, that they came before the show. Yeah, they're great. Like he, he would give us, uh, each a standard set, like with maybe the, uh, Andy Jewett, who we also saw at the show is awesome an amazing Andy. dude. Uh, like the Andy Jewett, uh, drawn 
icons of each of us and of course the logo and stuff but then he would fine-tune buttons to tailored to our our uh, specific taste like i got a frank zappa and a jack kirby and david got some to to his taste it's just and and all of us it's just amazing and it's not just like five buttons the 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 envelope was packed with with all sorts of awesome yeah it was just amazing so so thank you super spell and i got um somebody i don't know who gave me a set of uh the connects kiss minifigs who gave who gave me those? This guy right. Here. <laughs> That's right. So yeah, it was yes. The the I, the gifting was was redonkulous, as Jason yep. would say. I um yeah. I, I these aren't gifts per se, but I do want to definitely shout them out because one was totally well, both were unexpected in their own ways. Um, you know, we have uh, befriended and talked quite a few times over the years uh, about Mr. Robert Atkins, oh, yeah. probably best known for oh. his uh, now voluminous work as a, uh, as, in my opinion, the the far and away best. Uh, regular artist on uh, GIDW GI Joe comics. He's kind of um, putting his era together, isn't he? Yep. Excuse me. The the Robert Atkins era of GI Joe. Yeah, no doubt. No kidding. No doubt. It's true. So, almost two years ago, I commissioned from him a, a beachhead who's my favorite Joe uh, awesome. commission, and and you know as is often can happen, um, you know artists get busy, and commissions are for especially guys that are working on a regular comic. You know, they're, they're a low priority. I mean, at cons, they try and get them done at the con. But if they don't get done at the con, they can often be delayed. That's cool, you know. So, um, like, long story short, you know, when, it was about a year and, and, and Robert couldn't get to my commission. So, um, he, he was super cool about it and he actually ended up sending me my money back. Uh, like, I didn't ask for it. He, he just, he felt bad that he had my money and didn't have time. So he sent it back to me and he said, you know, I, I feel bad keeping your money. You know, maybe we, we can, you know, uh, hope you're not upset. And I said, I get it. No problem. So I haven't seen Robert since then, and uh, so I stopped by his booth to say hello on Friday, and he said, oh, I got something for you, and uh, that bastard pulls out a fully penciled uh, beachhead uh, 11 by uh, 17 uh, commission with just maybe like one-eighth of it inked, and he's like, I've been thinking about you, I felt bad about last year, so I did this up, I don't know if... If you still want it, but if you do, I'm going to finish inking it tonight, and it'll be waiting for you tomorrow. So I was like, hell yeah, I want it. So <laughs> it is awesome. It is so – I'll take a picture and put it's, it. It's, it is, not, it's not awesome. It is cover quality. Yeah, it's awesome. like a cover. It's, it's unbelievably it, it is. Yeah. It is a cover quality commission. Yeah, exactly. So I was thrilled that that, that, that was totally unexpected, and, and obviously it was something I had wanted for years, so it was awesome. And he did a fantastic job. And then the other thing, which was – um, I bought two other pages of art. One I had intended to buy, which was um, Nick Patara, who is uh, the uh, the main artist on uh, Manhattan Projects. Um, I, I spoke to him ahead of the con and said, "Hey, I really would would like to uh, buy one of your pages." And he's he's one of the many artists that I own art from that's represented by Paolo. But Paolo wasn't at the show, so Nick had his art with him. So I bought a, a page uh, from Nick, which was terrific. But that was planned. What wasn't planned is uh, David and I on set. Oh boy, Uh-oh. David. Oh, sorry. Hit the pause. There again. you go. David and I uh, were at the Gordon Purcell's table on Saturday because David is a big fan of Gordon's Star Trek work and super nice guy, by the way. Like, like salt of the earth, sweet, sweet guy. And I mentioned already that he was doing my North Star. So while he was doing my North Star um, jam piece, I was just leafing through his art, and Gordon has worked on a. And he's he's had an eclectic career. I mean, he has worked 
on a ton of different characters. And um, I'm just leafing through, and then I come across from a Wonder Man annual a page that he did, which is Beast in his correct form, <laughs> uh, and Wonder Man, who nice. you know, Avengers fans know is, is one of the greatest team-ups of all time. And this page where it's, it's just them, and it's got the word balloons pasted on, which we don't get to see anymore in today's day, age of digital. And it's just this awesome page. And it was freaking 40 bucks yep. for a freaking Wonder Man and Beast with, with letters page. By so who? By who? By Gordon Purcell. Oh, nice. And, yeah, so I couldn't resist. So it's, it's, I mean, that was a bargain. 40 freaking bucks. Yeah. I couldn't. And don't forget to mention that uh, Mr. Purcell has a series wait, coming wait, wait, out. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, why? Well, I can't say that? No, because it ties into while, while he was working on Jason's jam piece and it was, um, Jason didn't go in the direction that, that I was, nobody wanted to do North Star for the longest time because I guess they just feel that the character's boring. It's, it's, it's his twin sister who's the more, um, well, I mean, aside from being a female, but yes, right. interesting. The one that, you know, you can do a lot more with Aurora. Um, but, uh, after, after dismissing my idea of, of having an artist do on his jam piece, we, uh, we, we, I wanted to, it was, it was Andy Parks, Phil Hester, and Gordon Purcell. So after doing, um, the shots with, with Andy and, and talking to Phil for a little bit, moved down to Gordon and, um, you know, I, I showed him, uh, where the page I bought at last C2E2 sits on my wall. Um, and he explained how, um, Chastrag is, uh, in, from Animal Man, the artist of Animal Man is, is, is on the page. Um, and how it's Peter David's probably favorite Star Trek story that he wrote. Um, so I'm flipping through with Jason's got the one stack. I have the other and I'm going through and he's got the Doctor Who and, and Star Trek Next Generation pages and he has, uh, Deep Space Nine pages probably from the same issue that, that, um, some of them probably from the same issue that, that, that Vince gives to me for Christmas and, um, finding a lot of things, some with word balloons, some with, some not lettered, some just pencils. Uh, and I find a page from, uh, Star Trek number 16, the 1989 series again. Uh, it's an older, it's, it's a tale set during the first, um, three year mission because they're wearing their old uniforms and it's, it's, it has the Holy Trinity on the cover and, and Gordon inked some of this page himself because I guess they were running behind. Um, and I didn't know it at the time, but now it's, it's funny because it's, it's ironical. Uh, but he mentioned how, uh, Gordon's mentioning, Gordon's talking to us about future projects, including, uh, like Vince was about to say, a miniseries through Image, written by J. Michael Straczynski. Nice. Um, and and even Ron was was talking about it and 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 really psyched about it and looking forward to to having it come out. And um, and so after a little bit of a back and forth with 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 Gordon about JMS, um, I find out today. Actually, no, I found out yesterday when I was, but Monday when I was um looking up information on the page, the issue it came from, uh, this issue was actually written by JMS. Um, so now mm-hmm. I have art that from a story written by J. Michael Straczynski. But um, no, yeah, as as usual, just like he was last year, Gordon is a, um, he's, he's a sweetheart and he's been, he's, he's been in the industry for, for decades and, and uh, I'd, I'd go along with the whole underrated aspect of it it's a lot of his stuff i mean what's what's cool about jason's page is that there is action because there's there's a fight happening and you don't really get a lot of that in star trek so it's it's nice to see that 
he uh, he's he has a varied style and he can work on different things and and um, th- all the things that he's worked on over the years. He he absolutely he's a big Alpha Flight fan and he's never worked on Alpha Flight. So and and he did a bang in North Star. It 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 really does. Um, it it really it finishes the the jam piece quite nicely. Yeah, it was very cool because. I mean, I, I had these four, five jam pieces going, and the Avengers and Alpha Flight ones I had already, they were the first two I ever did, so I had them mostly completed. And my goal, even, it sounds silly to say I didn't, my goal is to get those two completed at the show, and and, uh, and considering I got 14 squares done, I can't really complain, but I actually didn't finish my Avengers piece. But I, I really wanted to finish the Alpha Flight, and like David said, no one wanted to do North Star. Like, everyone's like, I don't you know, and... um so if this just worked out so well, and the cool thing was is that David was like, oh, you know, Gordon, did you ever do any Alpha Flight? And he's like, no, I never got a chance to. He's like, but I love Alpha Flight. And then I said, really? And I said, well, let me show you this thing. And I showed him the jam piece, and he was like, I guess he had never seen one before. He's like, that is a great idea. How awesome is that? And then I said, well, how would how would you feel about uh, doing that North Star Square? And then, like, as he, he was like, well, that would be fun. And then he's like, looking, he's like, well, hey, wait a minute. That would finish your, your piece. And I'm like, yes, it would. He's like, oh, that would be fun. And uh, he's like, geez, I don't even know what to charge you. And, and he's like, well, what does everybody else charge? And I said, well, I said, I, I'm being completely honest with you. I said, uh, m- many of the people on, on this jam piece actually did it for free. I said, but I wouldn't expect you to, to, if to be for free. I said, they did it that way because they're, they're my friends. I said, but, you know, I said, but, but those that don't do it free, I mean, say, you know, pr- probably around $20 is usually the, the average amount. Does that be okay with you? And he's like, oh, that'd be fun. So yeah, it worked out great. I mean, for twenty bucks, he banged it out. It was, it was it's awesome, and he was th- thrilled to do it. So it made it super right. fun. Yeah, right. And, but before that, we, um, as as Jason said earlier, my my um, when Chris Omni's too busy to hug me, uh, I'll have to make, <laughs> I'll, I'll have to make my way over to uh, to to my new BFF Aaron Cooter State because uh, he <laughs> what, a um, nice, what a nice guy he is he he is. I don't. I, now, Jason, did did you plan this out beforehand, or did you just go up to him and ask him the chat? I don't know how it because I know I know Tiki and I were walking with you, and where we ended up at his table, but I don't know if you had touch base with him earlier. Yeah, I had chatted with him a bunch on Friday, and he okay. and, uh, and he was you know he was because I had remember I had gotten a piece from him last year. Um, the, I got the X Force commission from him, but Uh-oh. but I you know I wasn't there, so Chris picked it up for me. So right. one of the first things I did, one of the first things I did when I got to the con on Friday, um, in addition to getting the jam pieces, is I brought all the commissions that I had gotten last year ahead of time that Chris picked up, but I wasn't there for. So like I brought the Chrissy Zulo Domino, I brought Aaron's X Force, uh, Jeremy Dale's Domino Wolverine, and I brought them to them to have them signed to me because you know they didn't, I didn't have a chance last year to get them to actually sign that pages, you know, dedicate them to me. So I went up to him and he was like, "Oh, I remember this piece, dude." He's like, "I love doing this piece." Mm-hmm. And uh, and so we struck up a conversation on Friday, and and uh, you know I asked him to do a jam, and he had the sketch list already started, and he said, "I definitely want to do it." He's like, "But you know, can you check back uh, like early Saturday? That way, I'll be able to bang it out." I, you know, I got to get. So I said, "Definitely." So you you caught us, David, at like the point where he was finally ready to draw. Okay, I had checked back three or four. I had been up to talk to him like three or four times before that. We um, where he, he was asking Jason, you know, what, how would um. Can he go a little crazy with it? Can 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 he be clever, or or does he you know, just want a full on headshot? And uh, I thought it was what he ended up doing. It, 
is so fitting and I think it fits the character and it fits the artist but um I'm watching him and we're and and we're all talking and Tim and I are going through his his portfolio and um we were we he's he's talking about his um his fondness for Marvel characters especially the mutants and um how how when he was working on um Avengers versus Marvel Universe, how he had Thor on the cover, and the editor's like, well, Thor's not even in this issue, but kicking it back to like the old Julie Schwartz days, it looks like they ended up putting Thor in the issue, so the cover kind of ended up being part of uh, telling, changing the way the, the the issue was told. But um, he's talking about his upcoming Superman work and how he was working on New Guardians and how I wasn't reading it because I'm not a Kyle fan. Then I believe he's, he's more of a... Um, Aaron's more of a Hal fan, and then he, um, he, I remembered him because I read the two issues of Avenging Spider-Man that that featured Deadpool, and uh, and he seemed to get a kick out of the fact that I actually read a story featuring Deadpool that I liked, and <laughs> and and as he's drawing Wolverine, I'm watching him because he's got the claws, and and he he, he drew the claws right where they're supposed to come out, completely with the grommets on the gloves. And I was just like, this is the, the, this is where it's at. I like, I, I found it was, I, it was your new soulmate. It really was. And we're finishing like we're talking about comics and 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 history and and other creators and and the different eras. And and we're almost practically finishing each other's sentences. It was really, I mean, it it could have been like a Christian Mingle ad. It was just, it was insane. Hilarious. <laughs> it was just. It was. It really was. It was. It was. That was another one of many highlights of the weekend. But I mean, he is. He is a. Um, He's got some some pretty good stuff. I mean, you know, when he's telling us about some of the stuff he has coming out, especially with with um, it may not necessarily tie into a movie coming out this year, but the fact that he's working on this character while a movie is coming out, I I, I think he'll there'll be a pretty good spotlight on on Aaron this year. Hmm. Yeah, it was it was one of the highlights that meeting him, getting to uh, chat with uh, Jason Latour, who is a beast. Uh, another little tip for con goers: uh, Jason had zero interest in drawing drawing my jam piece until uh, I actually showed him what it looked like because he was <laughs> picturing like uh, you know one of those ones where people kind of like draw characters like you know in like a group photo where you have to sort of fit him piggyback in, piggyback off of yeah, fit in like what, where someone else has left you space. Um, but then on Saturday morning, he uh, he was let's say a little hungover. And he was like, man, I need some water. And I had like three bottles of water in my bag, so I gave him one. And I locked it down. See, so you always got to be prepared. Yeah, got to be ready. Be prepared, be ready but, uh, to move. He was a super cool cat. He, um, One of my jam pieces was an Excalibur. And uh, when he heard that, he was giddy because he's a huge Excalibur fan. And so we sat and chatted for like 20 minutes uh, about like Excalibur. And he actually has an idea. He wants to pitch Marvel about a, a reboot of it. Um, but uh, he was great. Um uh, Declan, it's always great seeing Declan. He, Declan's girlfriend, who is better known as the, uh, probably the, uh, the, uh, most, uh, most momentum, uh, driven, uh, colorist in the business right now, Jordi Belair. It seems like she's coloring every book. Um, she was super cool. Definitely high energy, right, David? Like yes. Super, super high energy. Um, uh, it's very, very cool. And I was shocked because I knew that she and Declan were, were, uh, Longtime boyfriend and girlfriend, and you know Declan lives in Dublin, and as does she. So I was surprised to 
to hear her with an American Southern accent. So um, somehow or another, she ended up in Dublin at some point in her life and stayed there. But that's got to be a story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was super cool. Um, I'm trying to think of other people that we got to meet for the first time. Um, I got to meet Nick Patara and Joe Eisma for the first time. Uh, I got to meet Michael oh, Walsh yeah. for the first time. Um, uh, Rob Guillory, the artist of Chew. Oh, nice. Super cool dude. I um, That's actually, I kind of screwed that one up. He he was actually real excited to draw my X-Men jam piece, but he was he wanted to bring it home uh, Friday night uh, and do it in his hotel room and bring it back. I just forgot to bring him the page before we left the con on Friday. So uh, next time, I guess. Uh, but he was cool. Um, say, uh, there's an awesome Nick Patara story that that we won't get into tonight. Um, not not so awesome from Jason's point of view, but um, and and completely not what I meant when when he heard it. But we met um, Jay Riston, uh, Joel, who was manning the 2000 AD booth. He he uh, he bought me a Rosa at uh, at at Revolution Thursday night. Uh, super nice guy. Uh, Ray Wegner, who stopped us Sunday on yes. our way out, uh, it was great meeting him because we've been following him on Twitter and 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 it, it, great artist and and um, because he stopped us, Stephen Johnny No Prize actually was able to catch up to us before we all left. And and um, Devil Hand was at the King Bone Press yes, booth doing his thing, and uh, finally met Mr. John Bourne. So so that was nice too. It was a Maddie Lee Gross. Always, always great. To, and yeah, he uh, he's he's another one who you know he, he head down, drawn, doing his thing. And yep. and I was looking at some of his the, the pieces he was posting over after from he that he did over the weekend. Mm-hmm. All slamming shit, man. Uh, Burnham, Mister Tom Kelly, uh, Mister Kevin Mellon. Oh mm-hmm. yes, yes. Which oh. I didn't know until David told me this weekend that Kevin has been working on the on Archer the TV show. Yes, sometime. You and didn't I know love that. The show. I didn't know that. No. Oh, holy shit! I, I, I told Kevin that ha- had I known that, I would have demanded a, uh, a Pam versus Domino commission this weekend. <laughs> so That's hopefully, funny. I can get that from him at some other con here soon. Um, uh, let's see who else. Obviously, great seeing Scotty. Had a good time chatting, re- catching up with uh, Kari Randolph. Um, always great seeing Somni and Brent and uh, Ramon Perez. Super cool dude. Uh, he isn't, isn't he just a nice guy? Crazy, crazy, crazy nice guy, and uh, and and uh, away with the ladies, or so I hear. Uh, he is, uh, well, I mean, away with the guys. I mean, he's a. Hey. He's well, a no, I think it's more with the ladies. Very, but oh, okay, he's very he's very charming, Jason. He is very charming. Um, met Sean Crystal, another Deadpool artist, and part of that posse for the first time. Um, met Lee Lowridge, the another colorist extraordinaire at the con. Hilarious guy. Um, one of those dudes that uh, apparently I, I walked up to Ron, and he was talking to Lee, and he introduced me, and it became a roast. The two of them just sort of roasting me, uh, mainly over the fact that I was about to get a whale put on my arm. But uh, they had a field day with that. So, uh, but no, super funny, funny guy. Um, who else? I don't want to leave anybody out. Oh, you're going to. Well, you guys got to have shout-outs, too. Uh, said hi to Steve Bryant. Of course. Yes. Uh, and Andy and Phil. Yes. yes, correct. Um, Tony Moore uh, and Kara. Yes, I did not say hi to them, not, but that's right. true. Rick Remender. Uh, I did not get a chance to say hi to Rick. I wanted to, but I didn't get a chance. That's good Apparently to see Rick. Apparently, it was the end of the line. Uh, Vince did not get to say anything to Mr. Tim Vigil. Vince didn't try to say anything to Mr. Tim Vigil. I think well, Vince fell asleep. I'm not, I'm not trying to blow his spot. No, I'm here. 
Uh, Dave Dorman. Dave Dorman. Seriously, as oh as, Dave Dorman, yeah. Uh, Dave Dorman. What? What a no. fucking underappreciated fucking master that guy is. Yeah. Joe Staten. I just, I went up and shook his hand. Ah, oh, I didn't get thought said thank you for all of his work. Thanks. Gary Gianni. Walk up to fucking Gary Gianni and tell him he's fucking awesome. Good because point. he is. But, but do it with a little more class than that. Uh, <laughs> so you can walk him and say, you're fucking awesome. I'm sure you would appreciate it. True. Um, uh, Pat and Dal Challengers, obviously. I know Chris sees them quite often, but oh. we don't get to see them very often. Um, Should we tell the Tiki um, Dave Dorman story? Yeah. Well, do I want to? Uh, okay. You haven't well, talked in a while. Tell the story, brother. Uh, Tim Rackrich, a.k.a. Freaky Tiki. Uh, was is quite enamored with uh, Dave Dorman's work, and rightly so. Uh, the dude has drawn everything from Star Wars, Predator, uh, drawn, excuse me, painted covers for uh, Aliens, Alien, uh, Star Wars, uh, what else? I mean, he's just, the guy is a master. He's been doing it for a hell of a long time. Worlds of Warcraft. Uh, he does comics, fully painted comics, and Tiki was incredibly infatuated with his work, wanted to buy some, went to talk to the man, uh, made it very clear that he was going, not going to leave without an original piece of Dave Dorman art. So Tim comes and gets me after the fact and says, hey, come, come over to Dave Dorman's table with me. I want you to look at some stuff. Tell me, like, nudge me in the direction you think I should go or give me your opinions on the stuff and, and, you know, we'll see what happens. So he's going, I'm looking through the, 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 uh, portfolios and the work is just gorgeous. First page to last page. It's Dave Dorman painted images. They're, they're, they're exceptional. Uh, and each one nicer than the next. So Tim's going through them and he finds two. Um, a World of Warcraft character. It's one of the, the skeleton, uh, Egyptian dead Things with the wings, very nice. Has a, uh, you know, the whole Egyptian pharaoh regalia on. It's beautiful. And and another World of Warcraft image of a, a minotaur type creature in full battle armor, holding a a weapon. Uh, and the background is painted. The scene. It's just it's great. One was about twelve by twelve, I think, at least. Maybe let's just under undercut it. it's 10 by 10 and the uh the world of warcraft image is about 12 high by like say seven wide uh, just on a white background just a character study but fully rendered um and so one was priced at 140 and the simple the simple character painting was 100 so he couldn't he couldn't decide which one he wanted and uh push comes to shove tim said well okay uh, are you flexible on your prices and dave said sure i'm flexible and tim is like looking at them both and and dorman said give me 140 for 150 for both of them cray cray that's a that's a ridiculous yeah. he he, was, pay, he paid for one got one for free yeah, basically and, and they were both fucking awesome it, these are things you would definitely want to take to the best uh, framing studio, get them done up really well with a beautiful double mat, nice wooden frame, ornate, and just put them on your damn wall because they're they're gorgeous ass Dave Dorman art. And I was a little bit um, a little bit envious. Well, I was a lot envious of you Tiki were a lot envious for getting those because, and I said it right flat out. If I wasn't getting the tattoo, I would have scooped at least two for myself as well. Yeah. Yep. Yep. 
So, yep, so Tim, Tim Rackrich is uh, the winner of the best deal of the weekend award. We're having the statue made up right now. <laughs> it's a big middle finger because that's what you deserve for two Dave Dormans for 150 bucks. So, nice. so what? So, what do you guys think of the show in general? I mean, what? I mean, it, you've been to enough shows. I mean, is it is it there? Is it is it a destination show? Is it a regional show? Is it what? What do you guys think of? I mean, it's different for us because it really has become a, a meeting place for yeah. a lot of C two E two. I don't think it could be called know. a destination show yet because. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvel was the only publisher of consequence to set up a booth. Yeah, DC had no booth there. But it wasn't just DC. No Dark Horse, no Image, um, no IDW. No Archie, Uh, unfortunately. Valiant had a booth. So it was basically Valiant, Mm -hmm. Action Lab, and and Marvel were, I think, the only only publishers. Dark Horse had a booth. Very interesting. They did? Yeah. Okay. Dark Horse, yeah, Dark Horse had a presence. Oh, yeah. Valiant, did, as yeah. did Anarchia did, and um, very interesting that DC uh, had no presence there. Yeah, no, no. So, so I don't think we can call it a destination con, but um, and it's not. It's definitely not a shopping con. Like it's not. You know, it's it's. This isn't a place where you're gonna what? find tons of back issues or trades or. or, yeah. or there know. was a lot of bargains. If you, I mean, if you were like myself on the cheap, there was a couple of vendors that had fifty cent books, dollar books, and many of them. But I mean, if if you were looking for the high end stuff, you only had a number of options. Yeah, yeah. Um. So so no to that, but but I do think I mean the show gets bigger every year. Um. I hope, and again. This is just based on the, the, the anecdotal evidence, but I hope that, you know, after the first year where, you know, I think a lot of people struggled making money, it seems like they've kind of figured out that formula, and, and it seemed to me that that that, uh, that the vendors, at least on average, made their nut. I think they did a great job with Artist Alley, like I said. I think that that's really where this, this shines, and, and so for me, that makes it a near-perfect show, right? I mean, because mm-hmm. it's when, when an Artist Alley is that big and the focal point of the show that's that's 100% goodness because that's where I want to spend 95% of my time. Yeah. Um, it is the best artist alley by far. Yeah, it's a really it's, good artist alley. So. I mean, I've, yeah. I've heard great things about uh, Heroes Con and, and Emerald City artist alleys as well. But but uh, but so, so you know, I think it's um I think it's that it's that tier two. It's right. It's it's San Diego, New York are the tent pole shows, and and I guess also um I understand that the uh, the, the one up in Canada is also pretty much like rivals them in size and scope. Um, Toronto, or Fan Expo. Fan Expo. Oh, okay. okay. So, so, so those are the, the ten pole shows, and I would think that this, and again, this is me having not been to these other shows, but this, I guess, I would slot right with, you know, Heroes Con and Emerald City, and uh, um, well, I guess Pittsburgh's kind of gone away. So, yeah, I guess those would kind of be maybe maybe like right. a Wonder Con, you know, like so maybe that, but like you know, major regional shows, right, where like, you know, you get a huge guest list and. Uh, you know, they had to have more than what they had at least seventy thousand people there, right? Um, about that, I suppose yeah, so I, I don't know the the official. Saying, count. So that's I mean that's a that's obviously a really big that's a big show. Um, so yeah, I I love how the aisles are still nice and wide. Unfortunately, um, even though while they're still wide enough for people to walk through, and if someone stops, you can kind of get around them. It doesn't seem to. St- be wide enough for photographers to block off sections so they can take pictures of cosplayers. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it never will be. 
No, but I mean, but sometimes they just be that they're a little obnoxious with with their setup and and. Right, but I mean, um, that's every con, though, isn't it? No, no, no. You're right. You're right. But I, I'm of of the few that I go to each year. I'm still just I'm. That aside, I the artist alley aisles were nice and wide. The 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 show floor because it was so spread out. I mean, you had. I mean. A, yeah, I, I felt bad for Stringer, who's on one side of the of the convention floor against the wall, and and if he's got to run to Artist Alley, he's got to go all the way. So long. It was it was a long hike. It's it's a long walk, especially when it's crowded. Um, there were, uh, but but I mean, as far as the layout and and who was situated where, I I, I think it worked. It kind of had a nice flow, and and I, um, you know, you you could. You could do everything you needed to do. I mean, yeah, if, if if you had if you had a game plan and you wanted to have um uh two dozen pieces done in, in on your jam pieces, that that might not have worked out as well. But if, if you just want to um say hi to people and, and, and see what's what, I mean it was you were able to I mean, we were there early enough where we could get the game plan going and, and get a lay to land to see who we needed to see, and and I think I, we did pretty much just about everything we needed to do, or or what we planned to do. It was yeah, pretty awesome. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, sad it's over. Yeah, there's that. Uh, I miss you guys. Come back. Get back in the car. Oh, oh no. there's always New York. Absolutely. That's right. Yep. So are I we left, going? Uh, I left Baker a nice review on Airbnb today and said uh, nice. you know, we'll, we'll look, hopefully we'll, as long as the Cubs aren't in town maybe we can hook it up next year we'll see I don't know. for real yeah it yeah. was every it was everything I wanted it to be and nothing more oh wow <laughs> such a poet are we going to do a uh, in your travels this week or no sure yes. okay I mean it's the show isn't it yeah yeah um, this episode of 11 o'clock comics has been brought to you by discount comic book service dcbservice.com get your books get them cheap get them fast and get them delivered securely eoc8 is the code for an extra eight percent off if you're a first-time customer do it up dcbservice.com and do not forget may 11th it's really close uh the appleseed show midwest best comic book conventions Fort Wayne, Indiana, 100 creators, Mike Norton, Tom Scholey, Ryan Brownie, and many, 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 many more. $10 gets you in the door. Doing so, by buying your ticket in advance, secures you an 11 by 17 print of that talented son of a bitch, Dave Wachter, who will also be at the show. You can glean much more information than I can provide at AppleseedCon.com. Dot com. That's AppleseedCon.com. Go get there. You get a ticket and everything. Yeah. I yeah. want to go. Yeah, me too. And in your travels, I sacrificed food, what, yesterday? To, pro- to procure myself a book. It was a measly $9.99 for over 400 pages of comics. I paid retail for this, so that shows you how bad I wanted it. It is the first volume called The Best of Archie Comics. And right. it's in full color on deliciously smelling newsprint. I'm making my way through it. It is jam-packed with 
the best Archie stories from the 40s right on up to the uh, new stuff with the, the married life Archie. Uh, the very first story in this thing, it's pretty awesome. It's from Pep number 22 from 1941. Did you know that Archie didn't like being called Archie initially? In the very first story, he wanted to be called Chick. Figure that out. That was his nickname, Chick. But anyway, here's some trivia for you. Out of the two gorgeous uh, women who Archie seems to have his sights on, which one was the very first one to capture his heart? Veronica. Nope. Damn it, Betty. Betty Cooper was was the very first one. Uh, And the second... bitch. I know. The second story... From Archie Comics number one. This one's really cool because I didn't know this, but Veronica was not from Riverdale. Nope. Nope. She moved to Riverdale from New York City. See, Ah, um, the thing is, Archie had the the hots for Veronica while going out with Betty. Uh, Veronica was a, a socialite. Uh, they call her a pre-deb. And Archie, what he would do, he would sit, he would daydream in class and write these letters to Veronica, n- none of which he expected to, her to ever see because like a, it was like a fantasy. But he drops the letter one day, and Jughead takes it upon himself to actually mail the letter to to Veronica. And in the letter, Archie asks her to the prom, but he's already going with with Betty. So um, Veronica actually agrees. To go to the prom with him, like a, like a joke. I'm going to go to the, this prom with this hayseed who's over the moon for me. And because of her experiences in Riverdale, she convinces Mr. Lodge to move there. I didn't know that. That is crazy. I, I had no idea. And, of course, it was drawn by Bob Montana, who is one of the great Archie artists. But this thing is just, it's disgusting how many comics are in this damn book. And there's even a quote from Joe Kubert. In, in here, yeah, it's amazing. Joe says, um, I probably can't find it, but he, Joe just loves Archie Comics and says, uh, you know, for as far as uh, stability and just great art and presentation, you can't beat Archie. So if Joe Kubert loves him, or did love him, sorry, God rest him, uh, you should too. Go get this. There's two volumes out there. A third is on the way. Many, many, many pages of comics for not a whole lot of money. The Best of Archie, Volume 1. Get it! Nicely done, mm-hmm. sir. I'm so enamored with this company. I don't know what it is. That's cool. You want one of those Andrew Peepoy covers so bad. Oh, no, I want it. The Andrew Peepoy cover. The he Andrew sold Peepoy it. Cover. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, oh, well. Um, I get angry about comics sometimes, but as soon as I care... Um, <laughs> I had jury jury duty um, this week and oh, really? got to uh, yeah I had to I had to sit in a little room for or actually a big room for like seven hours Cook County um, Courthouse um, it was the the honorable uh, Richard J Daly Building downtown and uh, and so I was there for like seven hours on Monday which was uh, terrible but awesome at the same time awesome because I got to sit around and read comics while I was waiting to be called. And so I got to read some Love and Rockets. I got to read some uh, God Hates Astronauts. 
and I also got to read some of the Mark Wade and uh, Paolo Rivera, Marcos Martin, Daredevil. And for all of the really angry, bitter comic book fans like me that are like, your comics are stupid and they should just be fun. And I hate comics because they're stupid and they should be fun. You should read, you should read Mark Wade's Daredevil and we'll talk about it more. And the dogs agree. There you go. So read, read, read Daredevil by Mark Wade and, and multiple artists because, um, it's it's everything you've been complaining about and more. Huh. There you go. There yeah. So there you go. I know we've talked about it maybe once or twice, but it just it, it woke me up after a week of being at a comic book convention. It's like, you know what? This is everything that we love about comics. For real. Yes. For real. For, and, for real. We, and we will talk about it more next week. Okay. So there. So there. Uh, this isn't a comic book, but it's, it's, um, it's a book put together by a comic book fan. Uh, it is a story of good versus evil as told through 28 millimeter pewter gaming miniatures. Uh, what? The models are Reaper. Nice. Uh, heroic scale is 50 full page images plus 10 behind the scenes photos. This is a, a little book put out. By L. Dave, David Mathis. Uh, you can go to ldavephoto.com and check out the PDF edition uh, and maybe donate a few bucks based on the amount of time and effort it took to put this together. There is also the paperback edition sold um, through Lulu at the same link. But uh, I was I was perusing the PDF and I I knew the man was talented with a camera to begin with and and. He loves taking pictures, taking photos of his toys, and uh, the the story the uh, that he tells through the miniatures with the dwarves and, and 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 the armies, and it's just I can only imagine. I and I were friends on Facebook, so I would constantly see um, updates about what he's working on, and and I was looking forward to the finished product, and uh, it looks like i mean it, it's a labor of love and and it is um i having seen what the what the, the miniatures look like when they're in the package to what he did to and with them uh to make the book i can only imagine how much time was involved in in putting this thing together it was he did yeah, they're miniatures, but but it it was you know go big or go home, and Homeboy definitely went big. It it is uh, I I think it's great, and and I like I said, ldayphoto dot com, check it out. Heroic scale, nice. Uh, in your travels, uh, get on board the Marvel Now train. That's right, people. I'm saying it. Bring it. Right David, you're already on board, I know, but this is for all the other people that are naysaying. Um, first of all, dude, the, the, I love the new collected editions, the hardcovers, no slipcover. That's what I'm hearing, right? Mm-hmm. It's like it's printed right on. It's on right the on the freaking. Oh, well, that's a big plus. It is awesome. And the other awesome thing, their uniform, which for nitpicky OCD folks like us collectors. So I'm looking right now at the Avenger, the first volume of the Avengers 
by Hickman, Opeña, and Kubert, uh, Avengers World, and then the first volume of Uncanny Avengers, um, by Remender, Cassidy, and Quapel. Um, both, th- they, they look like they're designed to be together. The, the trade dresses are identical. The one is in blue ink, the one is in red ink. The only difference is they're both at the bottom you have of the Avengers, you have, uh, a picture of Smasher. In, in the Adisha at the, in the Uncanny, you have a little cap drawing, but it's just, they look, they're gonna look fantastic lined up against each other. And then, um, the stories are great. I, I, I think Hickman's first arc is fantastic. It's, uh, it's big. It's got tons of heroes. It's got, it's, it's, it's like the ultimate getting the team together, uh, story. Uh, and, uh, it just was a lot of fun. I've been waiting to read these in collected edition. And as a longtime Avengers fan, I think both uh, both uh, volumes do do the franchise proud. So, uh, and that's in spite of the fact that uh, Cassidy still isn't like the Cassidy that See, once well, was able to draw the way he used to be. But but that said, uh, even in spite uh-huh. of that, it's, it was a really really fun ride on both fronts. So, huh? What's huh? You were talking. You you, you enjoyed Uncanny Avengers. I did. You didn't. Not so much. Hmm. I I I, I kind of wish the uh, the Quapel issue is what started off the. the oh well, like I said, I, I don't. I mean, um, whereas the Opinion art is fantastic. I, I don't think yes. the art is, is in any great shakes, but but, uh, but you even, know, I'm a, even even the story, I didn't. I wasn't. Oh, it, no? it, it didn't feel like it. I mean, the whole Red Skull Professor Rex. I did just. I don't know. I I the art definitely didn't sway me. But it, it, um, I guess, I guess visually it, it also, because of the visuals, it, it, it kind of knocked the wind out of my sails and, and, uh, and I guess I just, I, I was hoping for more, especially after reading his, his Uncanny X-Force, but did you, you did pick up, you did, well, of course you did, but you, um, another reason why I was hoping that by issue five would have kicked off the series is because of its connection to his Uncanny X-Force run. Mm-hmm. But I, I can understand how you would have these issues first because whereas um, with Hickman and and uh, New Avengers, that kind of really does, even though I haven't read his Fantastic Four run, but I can I can see how New Avengers would could be a continuation of what he was doing with Reed in Fantastic Four, at least uh, Remender had a little bit of um, of a breather or space between Uncanny X Force and then introducing some of those characters in Uncanny Avengers. You had those four issues where 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 the team was getting together. So um, I don't I, I don't think anybody did anything wrong in in making their the choices on the stories they told. I just I I didn't of all the first arcs. Um, Uncanny Avengers was probably it wasn't it wasn't my it wasn't in, in in the top three of of the Marvel Now books that I read. Yeah, I mean top three is uh, that's yeah, a I know. Company, just, but, I know. Yeah. I, mean, mm-hmm. I wanted to say five, but I was trying to think of a couple others. But mm-hmm. I think Vince fell asleep this episode. I did not. I was just listening to. I, I don't read that. Out, I did well. I didn't know you were done. Take us out. Hey, everybody. Go home. You know, damn I got to get up and run tomorrow. All right. You go up and get up and run. I forgot one thing. I didn't scroll down. Uh, Boomer Z, 
gave me a bunch of discs jam packed with stuff. So yeah, no, thank, I, thank I, you, I, Bill. I know I'm gonna I'm gonna hear about it. I know that uh, that I'm because I, I haven't even gone through all my crap yet. I, I I unpacked, but I didn't put everything away. So I know that uh, that there, I mean, oh oh Vince, we did not. We'll, we'll have to talk about it next week. But uh, but the um the, the ah, I have it right here. It keeps falling out of my hand. The seventh issue of B one. Comics for Broken Hearts. Yes, I, I, I read it. It's it's awesome, especially. I think it's the it, best one so far. Okay, don't you? I each one has gotten better. I yes, yeah, I yeah. Know that. But yeah. we're gonna do that. We're gonna tag team on that. And uh, n- next week, David and I are gonna talk to you about my Marvel Man fiasco. What uh, ridiculous! <laughs> I mean, was that project really? not a clusterfuck from Jump Street? The Actually, the whole thing is. Are just, you ta- you're, you talking about the collected edition that you bought? It's horrible. Yeah, we'll do it next week. We'll do it next. Yeah, week. Yeah. yeah, we knew it was going to be horrible. No, 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 no not no, the material. Don't worry about the, it. The, worry. Yeah, we'll get into it next week. Yeah. So right. I mean, and we didn't even talk about the stuff we bought. So here's what right. we're going to do. Full disclosure. Remember that little um, goal we had set uh, to get 52 celebrity intros. Yeah. We didn't quite meet it, but we did get enough for half. Okay. So, so for the next yes, we did. Yeah, twenty-five, twenty-six weeks. The show will be introduced with, uh, from by by one of your uh, favorites, hopefully, and then yes. we'll, we'll see what happens. And well, we've got other cons we're attending. So yeah, yes. and we didn't even touch upon the stuff we actually bought. So we'll right. maybe we'll do that a little next week. Be here. Say, huh? It sounds like a wonderful idea, Vince. Be here next week, and we'll be here waiting for you. Because that's what we do. We love you. All right. Here here, here are your three chew chew books. Ah. Right here where I thought I packed them. I have to go canard. Bye. Chew cube. Yes, you do. God, Kaiser, you (laughs) beautiful bastard. He's a beautiful bastard. I love him. He is. All right. I love you guys. I miss you guys. Already? Yeah. I got to get up and run. Bye. 2014. Ladies. Alright, love you guys. Later. Alright, bye bye. Bye. Chim chim tree, chim chim tree.